Hopefully this, uh, I had some technical issues this morning. Hey, good to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to uh, speak finally uh, in sort of person. Yeah, um, I, I've, I've modeled my my entire look about a few months ago. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chase this dude's look. I swear to God. Oh, that's I'm, amazing. That's I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm going to shave my hair. I'm going to get a man bun. I, oh, let me see the back. I wasn't sure how to do the back. Let me see the back. Okay, so it's a oh. mohawk, not all the way around. Okay, good. That's okay. It. Yeah, it's basically just the lazy man's haircut. I think I've had it for like, I don't know, seven years, so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go all the way around either. I left the patch in the back too. Okay, great. And then do you you have to grow that in the back long enough to be able to eventually pull it up so you don't got a bunch of stragglers? Of course. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. If I was a real, I mean, if I had patience, I would have let this grown out the whole thing, but I just got lazy and started shaving the sides. You know, dude, I can't, it, I can't go back. Dude, it feels so, it felt so good to shave the sides. It felt so good. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, it works, it works well out here because it's hot as balls in Bali sometimes. So, um, yeah, right now the aircon just went up. We're in our new um, upstairs recovery zone massage physio room. And uh, I had a race over here because, like Bali is, we uh, had construction this morning next door to my uh, villa. But, you know, of course, today is the day they have hammers and guns and banging and everything. But it's been a quite nice construction so far. Okay, bam. Okay, I put your uh, Instagram under there. Are you cool with that? I'm very cool with that. Thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. I think I'm shadow banned as well, so I probably I've been at 100k for a steady full year now, so it goes up and down, but I've never seen it really tick anymore. But I'm kind of uh, you know, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Dave, you are, correct me. Um, you're the owner of Wanderlust CrossFit, CrossFit Wanderlust. Yeah. So we've. Well, we kind of rebranded a few years ago, Wonderlust Fitness Village, and also okay. CrossFit Wonderlust is inside of that. So, yeah, I started CrossFit Wonderlust in 2015, uh, to affiliation 2016. And, and where are you a native? Where are you born? Yeah, so I'm from sort of your neck of the woods. I'm from Orange County, California, so just below Los Angeles, you know, the old OC, as it yeah. was at work. Hey, I, but I think I hear an accent. Sorry. But but I feel like uh, I hear an accent. Yeah, I think uh, over 10 years, I've kind of picked up some, maybe the colloquialisms that are happening in, you know, there's so many Australians here in English, so. <clears throat> wow. It, it, so, so, and, and you found CrossFit while in the United States? I did, yeah. The uh, Very long time ago. I think it was more like I stumbled across it, you know, remember the movie 300 about the Spartans? Yeah, I saw that pre-production. I think it was uh, Mark Twight and Jim Jones, all that stuff. And I was, uh, you know, I was just more of like a bench press kind of running, trying to be skinny guy. And uh, I love that comic. And then I was like, oh, I watched the pre-production and then I saw this stuff and they're doing like burpees and sprawls and, you know, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I started trying to, in, you know, research and I found, oh, he was attached. I think, I don't, I don't even know the whole story with CrossFit. And then I'm like, what's CrossFit? Googled that. Started downloading the PDFs back in the day. Remember, it was CrossFit.org, and you had, like, the little – you could click a wave file or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's old school. That's crazy. Yeah, so I was, like, really interested in it because it was new. I didn't actually start it till years later because I, um, you know, I was in Orange County, you know, right after that recession. And, every, and you know, I went, I went to a CrossFit gym. My friend showed me, and he was like, oh, it's $100 a month. And I'm like – 
what the fuck? I only pay $14 here, you know, 24 hour fitness. Um, whose gym was it? Do you remember? Do you remember? Who's gym, do you remember whose gym oh, yeah. it was? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was orange coast CrossFit. If you okay. remember And years later, I ended up working there a little bit, helping out with, you know, Kenny, Le Kenny leverage and Ryan Fisher, the old boys. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Yeah. So I was like, it wasn't until I uh, moved to, I moved to Texas in 2010 that I, uh, I was dating a girl and she goes, Oh, I'm doing this thing called CrossFit. I'm like, Oh, I, I know it. I follow it. I don't really know how to do it, but I've been following them for years. And then, so I went and I was a bartender a kind of manager at this new, um, bar that we opened at that time. And, uh, they only, the people that own the CrossFit gym there, there's only a few in Houston, they were bartenders as well. So they actually had a noon class, which was really rare. So I was able to go that cause it's the only time I could actually train. And it was like my favorite part of the day. Obviously, they were brand new, you know, coaches, I think eight, maybe eight months into it. So we're all new, like figuring out the power clean and all that crazy stuff. I remember watching someone do a 225 clean, you know, and we were all like, that is fucked up, man. No, I will never do that. You know, I was, just, <laughs> I was deadlifting it at the time going, this is crazy. You know, like that's that's what's cool about the sport. Like, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, like you look back at the original games and things like that. And you're like, oh. I could do that. That's super easy. But like the evolution, seeing it to where it's gone now is just so impressive. You know, people forget that no one used to squat below parallel and that there were no ropes and no, and no rings and no one deadlifting. And yeah, it's, it's, there's a whole generation now that just accepts that as just normal, but it's like, wow. Or low carb, dude, you go to jail yeah. for talking about that shit. Oh, I know. It's just so silly. I actually did paleo before I did CrossFit, like one of my, my good friends in, in America, he was a CrossFit kind of guy. I didn't really know about it. He was kind of in there. He goes, Oh, I do this kind of paleo diet. And I did this and I started it like in 2009. And uh, I like, I went hardcore. Like in that first 30 days was like, I didn't even put salt on shit. Cause I thought, you know, I was just being good. You know, I did pepper yeah. and mustard, my only thing. And then I, uh, you know, next, the next month, next one I got, pretty shredded up leaned out you know i was just doing lots of running and stuff then too but yeah but i've always kind of i've still kind of adopted that same diet for the last well i guess it's been 14 years so you know i go back and forth i go through different things when i was competing a bit more i was trying all the heavy carbs and stuff but i was just uh sometimes it doesn't do me as well it loads me up and fills me full of uh, inflammation sometimes but i do see a need for it i've changed my diet so many thousand times you know it's fun. It's fun changing the diet. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good adventure. Oh, lucky camera straps. Uh, I visited Wanderlust in June and got coached by Dave and his team. Thanks for taking the time to chat, Dave. Oh, that's, uh, of course, no worries. Yeah. I had a lot of nice people reach out this week saying, Oh, I'm excited to listen to this podcast. And you know, it's cool. To, I'm, I'm super happy to be on here finally as well. Like I know we chatted years and years ago during the uh, crazy covid time. i don't know if you're allowed to say that online the crazy yeah you know virus times um okay so bali is uh smack dab between vietnam and australia correct yeah it's in it's a state in indonesia okay it's a state okay okay yeah. and yeah, it's uh funny. It's, a lot of um, people don't know about it i didn't know about it even when i was first backpacking that brought me out here you know you always just hear bali but you don't hear you know what is what is that exactly? You know, is there a nonstop eighty million people? In, how many? In how many? Two hundred eighty million in in Indonesia? Yeah, I think Bali is around six million people. There's that many on Bali. It's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. 
uh, um, uh, can, can you fly nonstop from uh, the United States of America to Bali? No, like right now, I, no, generally not. You'd fly either to Australia or maybe like to Singapore. And then Singapore is only an hour and a half, two hours away from here. So it's a, how it's about a to four. Hawaii? How about straight to Hawaii? No, no, you still have to go hit Singapore or, or uh, Australia or New Zealand or something. Yeah, like I've tried to break it up a little bit. Generally, the, the, the main shots are, you know, because I'm from L.A. area, I would go L.A. to Singapore, Singapore, Bali, or China or Taipei, something like that. Dude, this island right here has six million people on it. Are you kidding me? I, I think that's I think that's what it is. I don't hold me to it, but I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty large island. So, like, I mean, it's not massive, but there's a lot of people here. Yeah. Where Where are you on this island? So if you look at that little thing called Dempasar at the at the lower the lower end, yeah, we're kind of down that way a little to the left. Yeah, over here. See, yeah, actually, see where it says Dalung next to it. Yeah, I'm kind of like just a little below that. You'll probably if you zoom in onto that where it says Dalung a little bit lower, you'll see the gym. It'll probably pop up. Um, keep scrolling in. Yep. Let's see. Yeah, pretty is it, close. Is it on the beach? Uh, we're about three kilometers from the beach, maybe a few miles. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, you have to go up go up a little bit to where you see up the, the corner left, it says Finn's Recreation Club. And then you got to scroll up a little bit. I'll show you. And also, you could just type in Wonderlust Fitness Village or CrossFit Wonderlust. This up. is more fun. Yeah, this is true. Okay, go, go up towards that, up that street. You're kind of actually at my house right now. <laughs> You're hovering over my house and just go up a little bit more. Yeah. Don't give anyone my exact address. That could go funny, right? <laughs> a little bit more. Keep going up to, towards the right. Yep. Up, up, up. I, up, I up, see up. Pepito's Market. Nirvana yeah, Fitness and good. Wellness. Oh, yeah. I see it. Holy shit, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Funny little place there, huh? So, yeah, it's, I'm, uh, it's my most favorite thing I've ever done. I'm very proud of it. And, uh, it's just cool to connect. Like we get so many, it's obviously very transient here. We get so many different people from around the world and just new faces every day, every class we ask if anyone's first day and you know, five to 10 hands shoot up saying, Oh yeah, it's my first time here. Um, so it's pretty, and pretty, it's impressive in the sense that we get to meet and kind of touch these many people and hopefully kind of put them into their either first CrossFit class or put them into something, uh, yeah, something positive or healthy and leave them, leave them going. Um, are you are you an active affiliate? Are you still an affiliate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm like I I fly the CrossFit flag pretty pretty hardcore. You know, we only changed it once I expanded and I had the um, we started offering so much more than CrossFit here. We 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 started with a small hall and then I added on an open gym and then I added on a second studio and then we've added on now MMA and we have uh, boxing and fighting and all this stuff. And now we have a hotel and a pool. So it really took on this kind of village style. So I was like, that's kind of cool. We'll call ourselves a Wanderlust Fitness Village. You know, we're also home of CrossFit Wanderlust, that kind of thing. So we have so many uh, different caveats here and or facets, I should say, of um, fitness. So it's kind of a, it, people get here and they go, oh, okay, it is kind of like a little village. You have everything at your food, you got cafe, your hotel. You know, we're, I have dreams to kind of open up a barbershop, tattoo shop. And then have kind of like a whole food store or something. So you could kind of spend your whole day or a whole week here if you want to. Just to, this is it right here, this place? Yeah, yeah. That's our on-site hotel, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, this is this is nuts. 
Yeah, thanks, man. I'm I'm super proud of that. That was we just finished that about a year and a half ago. Uh, we did we built all that during COVID. The uh, the the pool in the hotel. Built the hotel's new. You built the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we found. I kind of got cheeky. I found a uh, like an old kind of homestay hotel that was right near the gym, and I had the land in between the gym and that homestay for the pool. And so I went over there during COVID, and there were you know it was a bit run down. No one was there, and I, I got a pretty good deal of a lifetime. Renovated all the rooms, put you know brand new furniture in there, new walls, new everything, and then we basically have a pool or a hotel and a pool on site now. Okay. Uh, 2000, you went there in 2000. Why did you go there originally? Why did you go to Bali originally? Um, so I was backpacking in 2012. I left, mm-hmm. uh, the States in 2012, like February. Tex- left Texas, left Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Heartbroken, was, heartbroken girl kicked you to the curb and you went to Bali. No, no, no. probably okay. the other way around. Maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was uh, single and mingling and, and, and living my life, I guess. Yeah, I, I just had this desire to like travel. I really, I was planning, long story short, I had a, I was planning on leaving in 2009. I got real sick in California. I had a, an E. coli bacterial infection, almost killed me. I was out in the old Hogue Hospital for 11 days, um, just kind of ravished my entire body, like my uh, intestines and everything like that. So I took a little departure from, I was supposed to go to Thailand later that month. And obviously the doctor's like, do not, do not travel. You're still coming back. Like I lost 10 kilos of weight. I was like, it took me months and months to even get back to where I could run, you know, a mile. So I, uh, I always had this desire to travel. And then I had already minimalized my life quite a bit. I, you know, got into this minimalistic thing. I sold my car. I sold this. I was just like, trying to like, you know, after that recession in 2008, nine, it was a bit, I didn't know what I wanted. I was like, I'm almost 30. What am I going to do? I, I just want to like figure out some stuff. And someone's Did like, Did you lose anything you know, in that? Did you lose a house in that? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I was younger. So like, well, I was only what, 29. And, um, I bought a house with three of my friends in Costa Mesa, you know, only a couple miles from the beach, you know, it was awesome property, but we, uh, after all that stuff went upside down and flipped around and, I had a job that was quite good. I lost it. Uh, my, my roommate had a good job. He lost it. And it was just that triple of that, what's it called, waterfall effect. So anyway, long story short, I, I, I uh, got a job in Texas with one of my best friends. He wanted me to run a bar. I was kind of the front man and learned the bar business. So that was quite fun. But I said, I'll give you two, I'll give you two uh, hours or two, two years of my life. And then pretty much the date I left, uh, and went to Thailand. If someone's like, go to Thailand, it's cool, it's cheap. You can do some fitness stuff and you know just travel around. I'm like, okay. So I saved up like 25 grand and then just started going. And I did about six months before- By yourself, by yourself. Yeah, yeah wow. well, I, the first two months I, I brought my best friend, Matt, with me. I said, you gotta go with me. He goes, I have no money. I'm like, I'll pay for your ticket. Just, I want a friend because I didn't know what it was. You know, There was no Instagram, no one was really talking about these places. So uh, he went with me for two months. He left, and then I was on my own for the first time in my life. And I was just like, oh, I have no emails to check. I have no employees to talk to. I have nothing to do except do me. You know, just, oh, God, I might sleep in, or I'm going to go to the gym, or I'm going to go eat some food. And it was a pretty, very big part of my life. I think it, it shaped a lot of things. At that point in my life, and as we are when we're young, we, we really rely on, I think, friendships and talking to people and you know i used to remember we'd call up hey what are you doing today okay cool well, maybe we'll meet up later it's like 
you always want to see what's on for the day. And this was the first time I had nothing, <laughs> but it was quite freeing. It was weird at first, but it, it opened up my eyes a lot and it made me work on myself, which was, I think, exactly what I needed to do at that point. Um, so, yeah, I think after Thailand and Vietnam and all these places, I someone told me I was in a hostel down in, uh, in not Sri Lanka, I was in um, Malaysia and I was going to go to Sri Lanka. I still want to go. haven't been. <laughs> Uh, this guy, Fraser, I met him. He's from Canada. He goes, oh, are you going to go? Oh, to I Ireland know him, now? Matt. Matt, the, his parents yeah, are yeah. Icy professional ice skaters. That's right. <laughs> he's pretty big. He's big on the internet. Uh, yeah, it was this uh, guy just randomly I met, and he goes, oh, are you going to go to Bali? And I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I heard it's really touristy. He goes, yeah, because it's fucking cool. I'm like, oh, okay, I should go. So I booked a flight <laughs> the next day and went down to Bali, not knowing what it was about. Also, sorry, I'm sweating my tits off because it like the the power went out apparently up here. So, all yeah. our cool guests are shirtless. Don't worry, all the cool ones. Yeah, are shirtless. No. I've been doing it longer than Hiller being topless. I think so. It's okay. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> the amount of podcasts I probably did back in the day with no shirt on was just. I guess that's Bali. You know, I just don't wear shirts anymore. Too much time. So and, and I want to ask you about that, but uh, so keep, so keep going with your story. So you go to Bali and you get there. Is Matt, is that guy still with you? The guy you brought from the States or no, he's done. No, he came out and stayed for a while actually back yeah. the next day and or the next year. Um, he's still one of my best friends. He's out in Montana now. Uh, but yeah, like, so I got to Bali stayed for, I was only here for like two months. You know, there's no CrossFit gyms. There's one small gym down at the first part in Kuta. Um, and I would do CrossFit there and I was real new at it. You know, I'd only been a coach for about maybe half a year, but I had, you, really you had taken your L1. Yeah. Yeah. I flew out, I flew out to LA, uh, to California and I had Kalipa over there as my, as my, remember him and, um, what's her last name? Katie Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Old school. They were, they were my coaches. It was just super cool. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I just wanted to learn more about the sport because, you know, it was so new. No one really, there was no. No one put in stuff on Instagram. So I learned the sport, but I was like, I got to learn this. I don't think I'll ever coach. I don't really want to be a coach. I don't know if I could do that, but I just want to know about the sport. So I went out there, got my level one in January of 2012. And then, uh, yeah, then of course, when you're traveling by yourself, I was just trying to come up with my own workouts and I would, I'd actually write them down on my notepad on my Instagram and I would paste them on my Instagram. Instagram was brand new, right? I was like, oh, it's kind of like a diary. I'll just put my shit on there. And then I would tag my coaches if they had Instagram and say, oh, this because I wanted to kind of get their approval. Did I do a good job writing this workout? This is kind of what I did. And that's even back then is when I started hashtagging Wonderless Wads, which is kind of like where I wow. got the name. Um, so I guess you could say I was manifesting it a bit in that sense. And it was just kind of one of those things that was real organic. I met some people, showed them a few things. I was this kind of bearded dude that had tattoos and looked probably different and uh back in the day now everyone looks like me but that's okay um but I, yeah i was just like i loved it i loved going across but i'd write a workout so i'd post a picture of me and in thailand doing a workout with a rock or something and just shit like that and i was like oh this is kind of my thing and then it kind of some people picked up on it on the instagram world and were like oh you should follow this guy he's interesting he travels and does fitness and yeah you know it was early days of social media so I think because I was an early adopter, maybe people gravitated and I was not sitting at home in an office. I was finally giving a fuck and leaving and trying to do something different with my life. So I think people were interested in that. 
Um, yeah, and that kind of brought me to Bali for that two months. Six months, I went home for six months. It's funny, I had a conversation with my mom and she goes, oh, you feel, it doesn't seem like you feel very settled or satisfied. I'm like, no, I'm not. I want to go see more. And she goes, oh, then you should go. I'm like, yeah, I should. I still had some of my savings left that I'd saved up over the years. And then uh, I came back here. Uh, they had opened one affiliate here in Bali. Uh, so I was how long, like, how long were you in the States? You, you went home, you were in Bali for I went two home months? For six months. Okay. And was that yeah. the first time you'd been home during that whole trip? Yeah. So I was gone okay. for about six or seven months. Okay. And then I came home. It was actually at that point, I <laughs> to give you the full story, I, I bought an old Ford Econo line van. I bought a bunch of uh, equipment from GetRx, put barbells and kettlebells in there. And I started doing some of these um, boot camps at the parks. I'm like a CrossFit workout. So I'd bring everything out to the park and just put on my Instagram. Hey, I'm going to be at this park. Uh, if you guys want to come out, it's 15 bucks. Um, I'll teach a class. And, you know, I had a lot of good support like in the beginning in, in uh, Houston, you know, I had 20 people show up at a park and I was like, Oh, this is interesting. And they like what they're doing. And uh, then I started helping out at my friend's gym. Then of course, you know, went back to, to, uh, to Asia and stayed this next time was staying for 10 months. You know, I found a gym here. They asked me to work like the first day I showed up. They're like, Oh, are you a coach? And I said, yeah. And they're like, Oh, you want to work here? I said, hell yeah. I'm in Bali. Why wouldn't I? And so I worked around, I worked in Bali and I worked in Jakarta, which is the capital for a bit. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, just kind of started rolling with it. And I loved it. And I kind of had this thought I can do this better. I think I have a better vision of what I'd like to teach and how to approach it. And then, hey, uh, quick question. Why, why did you go back to Bali? Why, or why did you go yeah. back to Jakarta? Why Indonesia again? I think when I, Bali was the last place I left in, okay. in Asia of my travel. Okay. And it was, it just felt really good. I don't know. And people, if you've ever come here, people say the same thing. There's something about it. You feel good here or so it doesn't hit everybody. For me, it really works and it, it went well. And I was like, I'd like to go back there. I think there's something, something there. And it, the food was good. The people were nice. I liked the way of life. And then uh, I did have that little brain child in my head saying, I think I could do this. I think I can do my own gym. No idea how to open a business in another country or, you know, how to do it. Where do I get the money? I have nothing. I was trying to figure it out. So I did. Uh, I left in 2014. I was gone of 2014. Lived in Dominican Republic for a few months working as a coach down there. Um, someone found me on Instagram saying, we saw you helped open the gym. Can you come to help us open our gym? I said, sure. And then in my head, I was like, maybe I'm the guy that like teaches other gyms how to open and how to be on small islands in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the caveat. You must have a scooter and, you know, rum and, you know, an island vibe. So yeah, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my life, but I knew that like traveling was very fun and interesting to me. And then fitness was like, I did it every day and I really loved teaching. And once I actually started teaching, I was like, I think I'm okay at this. I think I'm good at this. And I think I'm actually impacting someone's life as any coach would say. And then they're like, then you're just enamored by it. Right. And all you want to do is like fix people and it's helping. And then you're that annoying bloke at the gym at a global gym. And you're like, Hey man, you know, it's probably better if you like widen your stance and your, your hips go a little lower. You know, I was that guy probably for a little while at the 24 hour fitnesses, like, oh, you, should, you should try this or maybe try this, you know, but, and they're probably like, who are you? Why are you telling me? stuff but i was just interested in 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 finding how to fix people you know i'm not the most 
I know I wouldn't be the, the most knowledgeable about the skeletal system or the muscles and all that stuff, but I know how to make people move at least in a functional way, I believe, after this many years. And, and, and so at that point, you're like, I'm going to open my own gym. Like after you do those 10 months in Jakarta, you're like, I'm going to go to Bali and open my own gym. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think. No, I, yeah, you, I did, did you have any contacts in Bali? Like uh, 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 any friends or girlfriends? Yeah. So or? I did three months in Jakarta and then I did yeah. six months in Bali. Like okay. where I was coach, the head coach of the first gym. Okay. And then I kind of met some people. We've got some land that didn't really work out. And then. The guy I was going to do it with, like, he got another job, and he goes, oh, I, don't, I need to put my money into this. And I'm like, okay, no worries. A local or, or a, a, a local? Uh, or a no, new... he was an English guy. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, when I got back, I got back early uh, January of 2015. And I was like, you know, I, I had a conversation with a friend like a month before, and he goes, hey, you talked about opening a gym. Just go do it. And I'm like, I will. I'll go do it. I'll figure it out. You know, again, I, I'm not – I never thought about it then, but maybe I was kind of manifesting something or trying to get it off. I had no idea, man, how to do this. I didn't know how to open a business in another country. I didn't have much money. And then, um, you know, the word kind of got around. It was a smaller community out here. And everyone was like, oh, you're the CrossFit guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm the CrossFit guy. <laughs> and then um, another gym out here, up where we are now, you know, they, they messaged me and said, oh, we'd love to have you cover some classes. They weren't CrossFit or anything. And I said, okay, I can do that. And then it was extra cash. And then they said, oh, we might, you know, we might be moving, moving along. Uh, would you want to bring your CrossFit gym here? Because we heard you're trying to open somewhere. And I said, ah, first, no, I'm not interested. I don't want partners. I think I, I want to do everything myself. And then we had another sit down and it worked out quite well. We, we, um, we discussed, you know, I, you know, I got, I asked for, you know, profit share. I asked for a little bit of a cash injection. I asked for a, a small salary to start. I said, look, I'll do everything, but it's got to also be my brand. It's got to be my name. It's got to be my ideologies and my vision. And they were like, no worries. Cool. You know, it worked out very well for them in the end and, and very well for me. But it was able it was a way for I could for myself to do a kind of a turnkey operation. You know, we only had eight barbells, but I had eight barbells in Bali and I had, you know, 10 yeah. wall balls, a few plyo boxes, no rubber floor. A horribly designed rig that I, which I read took took apart and rewelded and made it proper because they just didn't know what they were doing. Was and, it a uh, ground so floor location? Ground floor location? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Good. so it's the same place we are now. Oh I've shit! Just taken, I've just taken over the entire complex. So, so uh, if you the first little bay we had, there was about there was about four, if you can imagine them, indoor soccer fields. So it's a big warehouse with four indoor soccer fields, and we took the first one. And then a year later, I took one next door that was an empty warehouse that I turned into the open gym only. So the open gym only was kind of its it, – it, like it looks like a normal CrossFit affiliate now, but it's just for people that want to do open gym during classes. And then since then, and just this last few years, we've taken over the entire complex, so there's no more warehouses left. Um, so I think we – We'd probably be on the largest side of, of in, in any gym in the world, I would say, of an affiliate. Um, just on square footage of rubber, you'd be your mind would be blown. Dude, look at this picture right here. This is crazy. With Alistair Overeem. Yeah, yeah, that was way back in the day. Crazy. Have you just been scrolling? Yeah, I, I was like, hey, I, I got to find out. I got to see pictures of this early, early place. Uh, Sarah Cox, hi. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Oh, hey, Sarah. 
I thought of you this morning as I jabbed my stomach. Uh, what are you taking? Uh, she gave me some BPC and TB. That's what the only thing I've ever actually done. Like I did it a few years ago during a shoulder injury and it was incredible. So um, I met her a few years back at Chalk CrossFit. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I know Damien as well over there. And uh, then I met with him uh, last time I was there a few months ago. So it was nice. Uh, yeah, I want to give it a go again. I, I every periodically I'll do like a two month or three month kind of cycle, pretty low dosage. But like it, I had a torn supraspinatus in my shoulder. Everyone told me I should. This was a few years ago. I should get surgery, and then I ended up doing rehab, and then I did a BPC and TB five hundred. Was amazing. And is it all better? Yeah, like it. It'll. It's funny. Like the right one's great, and now the I think the left one I get some inflammation. But a lot of us guys, you know, we're so internally rotated, like that opening it up, helping out. So every once in a while I'll do it as just kind of some maintenance uh, stuff. But for me, you know, like it seemed like it was incredible. Like, so I, I, I applaud it. I've, I've been researching that stuff for years and looking into it. You know, I was that moral quandary thing back in the day, too. I, I opened up to one of my coaches years ago going, am I bad if I do this? Am I a cheater if I do this? Because it's that whole, you know, I've never, I don't think, I'll, I don't know if I'll make the games ever, but like, I don't want any. I don't want my accolades for ten years to be tarnished by the last two years of me doing a therapeutic kind of be a peptide. If that makes sense, I don't want people to be like, "Oh, that's why you're so fit." And I'm like, "Well, you know, I don't. I think it's also the diet and the CrossFit for eleven years probably helped quite a bit <laughs> too." Yeah, I don't think the BPC uh, and TB500 is going to make you any more fit. No, that's uh, the like, thing. like zero. I'm not bigger at all. <laughs> I was bigger but when I was training more, eating way more. And yeah, but I did, I do find it, you know, I'm, I'm 45 and 21 days or no, 19 days. So I'm trying to stay, you know, yeah, I'm trying to stay healthy. I train a lot differently too. I don't go as, I don't do three hours in the gym. Like I used to do all that kind of stuff. You know, I do. Do you miss that? Enough. Do I miss it? Uh, not really. I mean, I, this year I might give it a, a crack a little bit. I, I did well last year. I was I think I was 107th in the world in my age group, which wow, I was wow. over the, yeah, over the moon. There was, Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was quite happy. I mean, I've been doing this a long time and last year, all I did was my morning class. I'd, I'd usually jump in the 9am class and then I might do kind of an accessory row or some kind of zone two in the afternoon or maybe a skill sesh, but yeah. I, and I feel better. I'm not hurting. I'm not bloated. I'm not like, you know, just trying to cram a bunch of, oats in myself while I'm working out to, to maintain. So I feel good. You know, I'd rather feel good, look good for my age and then also maintain my mobility and all those things. So yeah, I'm, I still love it, man. I, I'm like a CrossFit frother. I, I, I know I should be probably working on my squats or my lifting, but I'm like, no, I want to do burpees over the bar and toes to bar. That's what I love. You know, like, so yeah. Uh, Yolana, Dave is a cool dude. Thanks for creating an epic tourist destination for fitness uh monthly oh, subscription thank you yolana that's so nice yeah yeah it's it's crazy like i that's it's my favorite thing to see people here like like i said we get right now we're about almost 300 people checking in for classes per day which is holy cow yeah, yeah it's a monster it's how a monster. many of those are like tourists 90 percent nine yeah i mean i'd say i looked at the numbers of 90 percent yeah, it's huge, man. It's like, I mean, you could, you have the variance of the person that's here for just one day. Like, I'll give you an example. A few months ago, we sold 90 
I know, sorry, 900 one-day drop-ins about. In a, so in a month. A single, 900 in a month. And then we might have another two, 300 week-long um, members. And then we have monthly, we have two weeks, we have three weeks, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, there's a good old, big old class. What's that? Oh, Saturday Smasher. That's when we got yeah, 110 people. <laughs> That's crazy. We maxed out that room. Well, sort of. We got more room to go. Oh, there's old Zach Thomas. Good old people there. Okay, so, yeah, it's so crazy, right? So, so 900 in a month, and were you going somewhere with that? Sorry. No, just I think I'd say yeah, we're probably in that range of having you know a thousand unique faces in the gym per month. That could maybe that would be a better way to say it. So that many new faces every day, because you know you get people that are there just for a week, just for a day, um, and it's crazy. The, the first time, man, I am sweating like a hog, right? I hope no hope one can tell. I can't tell. This. Yeah, it's good. It's perfect. Just looks like you have olive oil on your tattoo. <laughs> I should. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, what was I gonna say? It was. Uh, it's. It's incredible, man. Like there's that many new people. It's just fun to like get to impact some people. You know, and a lot of we're kind of known as the gym on the island too. That that, oh, you can, go to, you can go there, even if you're not a CrossFitter, they'll teach you all the new movements. We scale everything. You know, we have three or four coaches in every class. You know, our, our general class is around 45 people. Uh, so we'll have three coaches on, you know, the 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m. We also have classes at 10, 8, 8.30. You know, there's, and now we have the boxing, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu going on. It's, I walk in here and I'm like, this is mental, man. This is crazy. Like, I started with, you know, eight barbells and, was just teaching local people. I'd be down at the, the bar and, and be like, hey, you got to come in. I own a CrossFit gym. You got to come in. You got to try this thing. It's crazy. You got to try this thing. And like, you know, that old school hustle because you're just so excited about it. And you want to teach yeah. people. And then it's grown into something like this. I'm, I'm very proud of it. And then I'm also honored like that people want to uh, they want to take part of their holiday and come here, which is cool. Like it's the first time someone said, hey, um, thank you so much. I'm here to train for a week. I'm like, are you, you mean you're in Bali for a week and you're just dropping in? He goes, no, I flew to Bali to train at your gym. And I'm like, that's like, what an honor. That is so nice. You know, like it's just because I think it's kind of got a reputation now. It's kind of like a Disneyland of dude. Of it's profit. a it's a bucket list thing. I hear people talk yeah. about it all the time. Bernie, what's up, dude? Thank you. Hey, hey. so how this this first gym, you get it up and running. It's in the location you're in now. And how many square feet is it? That one? Let's see. Uh, do you do any more like, American talk? I can't anymore. It's okay. um, I think it was around 400 square meters. Well, that, okay. That's, that, that should be around three and a half thousand, four thousand. Okay. Feet, so I good. Think. So good size gym. Yeah. It's still very decent. Like I was like, when I opened it, I was like, this is big. Cause I'm all used to like old school, small garage gyms. You know, well, America. well received 4,300 yeah. square feet. Well there, received. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well received. Was. People can afford that, uh, the, the, the rates there for. Yeah, we, well, see, like, again, like the local Balinese here, it would be very struggling to, for them to afford the price. I'd say we say we, we price, we price it at, but what is, what um, is the monthly? What is, what, what's, what's the monthly? Like if I were to come in there today, I moved to Bali and I wanted okay. to sign up. Yeah. It's about 180 bucks now. Okay. Okay. So competitive month. with, the, with, with California. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. And like for Australia, because we get a lot of Australians over here, you know, I'd say it's roughly 55 bucks a week. That's how they always talk about it. Um, so that's what 210 Australian dollars, which are 220 Australian, which isn't bad at all. For I mean, there's 60 classes here, man. There's 
there's boxing, kickboxing, Thailand, you know, everything you, 60, you, can, you can do. 60 plus classes a week. Yeah, okay. So it's mental. Like we have, uh, we're adding next week, like a like kind of flexi yoga stretch. We used to have it. We're, we brought the, the person back in. We want to have like mobility, gymnastic-based classes, kind of everything. We already have our weightlifting. We have Metcon. We have a booty builder class that's like gone crazy. <laughs> like they're right now or tomorrow, there'll be like 40 girls down in this group not just girls of course guys anyone any gender of all 128 genders may join our booty class and build the booty yeah that's weird did you just start being inclusive is that something that they, they, they forced on you i know before you only let uh just dudes in with mohawks well, that's right yeah that's what's so funny Mem back in the day or 2020 the crazy times remember when they're like crossfit needs to be more inclusive and i'm like what the fuck if you have 200 dollars and you show up to a gym Every gym owner is going to be like, thank you. I want to make you better. They don't give a shit if you're black, white, green, you know, gay or whatever. Like, that's what I told people. People said <laughs> to get into it. People are like, you need to be more inclusive in Wonderless. I'm like, I'm literally the most inclusive gym in the world. You, you have an Indian guy here next to a gay guy, next to a black guy, next to a, a white guy and a gay. Like, it's, I'm like, how could we not? Like, I don't care. I'm, if you want to come here and get fit, that's what I care about. I'm, I'm happy to have you. And um, it was kind of funny, like people would be like, you never, it's not like, this is a funny thing. You don't feature enough black people on your uh, Instagram. I'm like, well, I don't know how to say it. There's not as many black people visiting us. Like, it's not my fault that it's just one of those things. I was like, okay, well, I don't know. It could, that, that was a time of the year when no one could be happy about anything, I think. Oh, it's but, crazy. Yeah, but I was happy that we are, like any CrossFit gym, I, and I tell anyone in the world, like, we are inclusive. Like, it's anyone can come here if the goal is to get healthier and fit any if you have a good coach and a good owner that's all they want to do they don't give a shit who you are or what you do hey i just looked up what what is the race percentage in indonesia i don't even know these races dude <laughs> i know i know sudanese and i know oh, chinese like, yeah there is a lot of chinese uh, descendants and then there'd be like just i mean i would be from way back in the day but then you also have this really closer kind of Chinese Indo that more, I guess the, the recent generations would be, that'd be uh, more the, that'd be more the affluence. I think. Kind I of thought Sudanese yeah. was from Sudan. I just clicked it, it images. Nope. Those people aren't uh, from Sudan. No. Nope. Oh, no, we, the get, the guy we had on yesterday, uh, uh, Brian friend, he went to a gym in Norway and I go, and I quickly looked up the race breakdown in Norway and you know, it's like, there's just no black people there. And I go, let me guess there were black people in the gym. He goes, yeah. How'd you know? Cause there's no black people in Norway. I'm like, because CrossFit gyms are fucking inclusive. Like people just, yeah. it's, everyone comes there. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. It's, cr it's crazy talk. It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. You got any dwarfs in your gym? Oh no. No, right. no, we don't. I don't know. Yeah. You, know, then you better I start a huge marketing campaign to get some in yeah. there. Huge. Spend every right. go broke trying to do it. Let's hope I don't get canceled either. You know, for not having one. Uh, but yeah, we. No, I think we've had. I don't know if we've even had any dwarfs visit us. You know, I've had people with you know limb issues and adaptive stuff. That was actually pretty cool. I had a guy on my retreat two weeks ago, and he was adaptive, and um, but he was gung ho on everything. He wanted to give a shot. He had a an arm issue and. Uh, yeah, he was going with the show. Like he was jumping on it. Just he was just happy to meet other people that wanted to get fit, and he didn't want to be. You know, he, he was giving me lots of advice on how to coach that and learn that. So maybe that's something we add to our, you know, 
repertoire, I guess, if you would say. But um, yeah, it's cool, man. Anyone can do this shit. You know, I mean, I, I applaud those people. It's insane what people can do. <laughs> I had Tim. I, was, I had Tim Murray on uh, a month, like like a month ago, and he uh, he's the 2022 and 23 fittest dwarf, like through the CrossFit Games. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why it was just fresh on my mind. Uh, is he the other guy that was in the picture that they got erased out? Yeah, he's the guy yeah. that got white erased. Out. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Picture, yeah. I'm good. You've been following a little bit of the the fun stuff we do here. I do. I follow a little bit of it. I gotta, I gotta brush up more on, on everything that's happened. On I the love drama, it. I mean, yeah. Love don't it. fall out of the soap opera, Dave. No, I, I love it. And I've been talking to what's his Andrew for a long time when he first kind of started up, and I was just like, oh, I, like, I just because like he was real new, and I was like, man, that was super funny. I appreciate you, like, because I'm like, I'm the no rep kind of guy too. Like, it's not like I'm a dick about it. I'm just like, I really hold the truths of this like fitness regimen that like changed my life and others, and. And I'm, you know, I hold, I did a, even like a little speech about it before he went off on his stuff and about like why it's important to have standards and why I did this in front of my whole gym. And I was, I recorded it, put it up and it was just important to me because like, you know, these, there's too many easy things in life and there's too many things that we can go around a standard in life. And I said, this is why we come here to like, you know, hold this together because it will change someone's life eventually if they can kind of hold the standards and do what they're asked to do as a go as opposed to saying, well, it's easier if I step over the bar instead of jumping over the bar, you know, well, tough shit, you know, like you want to have, <laughs> you know, I did say that to, you know, you know, someone, it wasn't a, you know, not a negative way. I said, look, no. good. A hard thing is good for you to get to because you're going to get better from it. You know? Um, uh, we're going to get back to the story. So I do, I want to know how right. you made the, the first leap outside of the gym, but, um, uh, Max, uh, Holmgren, a uh, Sevon, ask about his girl already. That's what we're here for. Okay, fine. Uh, you got a, oh, yeah. you got a, you got a, a specimen that you've been uh, parading on your, um, I have. Instagram. Yeah. How, how did you meet her? She's the love of my life, man. I'm excited to spend the rest of my life with her. We want to, well, I haven't, I haven't asked her yet, but don't, you know, maybe keep this private. Okay. Uh, just between us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just between us and everyone watching. Uh, but no, yeah, we met. We met actually through kind of a mutual friend. She'll say this, the story differently, but yeah, we met, and I. Uh, it was a friend out here. She goes, "Oh, this girl Sharni. I think you guys would be great together. I think she's single now. There she is. <laughs> That's at our villa. She loved this. You watch her. Watch her face. She gets super scared here in the minute. She just broke her elbow, poor thing, and she's been just training at home and just trying to oh. do as much as she can. Oh, okay, Dave, uh, hold on. Where that's go back to that video again. That's where you yeah, that's, live. That's where you sleep yeah. at night. Yes, sir. That's where we both sleep at night, sir. And and what is that? A swimming pool? What is that? Yeah, that's a swimming pool, and then we live right on the rice fields there. So that's about two three minutes from my gym. Um, that's crazy, yeah, so dude. Nice that that's little, your view. That bike just yeah. stays out there. What was that? Oh, no, I put the bike inside just so it doesn't, because it's kind of humid. I don't want it to get all rusty, but, you know, easy, easy promotion. Maybe Concept will throw me another one. What a life, dude. <laughs> it is good, man. I'm, I'm very blessed and very happy. You know, I worked my ass off as well, but, like, these are the kind of cool things in Bali you could do, too. Like, I got that house during, um, during COVID, and I got a really good deal. You know, I, I think I picked up that place for about $8,000 a year, so it's a lease. Um, and then I renovated it myself and did all the nice stone and tile and put the glass there and made it a little bit more my style. And then, yeah, it's, you know, I never knew what, if I would have a girlfriend and then, uh, you know, we, we live here together, which is amazing. It's a little one bedroom, two bedroom kind of place, 
uh, kitchen. We got this view, which is sick. Yeah. Her ass is also pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, we'll come back to the girl. So, sure. <laughs> is it, well, so when you say this is your villa, this is this is at the gym too. Well, right no? now, right now I'm upstairs. So we have our our pool. I could give a little spin around if you want to see. That. Sure. So that that's where I'm sitting right now. That's the pool and the hotel. So that's CrossFit Wonderlust. That's the Wonderlust Village. I'm looking at it right now. You're there. Where, right. Who's normally in the room you're in? Is that where people eat or? Well, I just opened this up. So we're opening it next week. On that side is the gym over there. And okay. That is the hotel and the pool. And I'm kind of in the middle. So this upstairs area we're launching next week. It's got three physio rooms right here. So we got physiotherapy, sports massage. We'll have red light therapy. We're going to do the vitamin drips and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then kind of up the rest up here is going to be kind of a co-working space. I just kind of designed it all. It's still a bit bare bones. So we'll have co-working and you can kind of hang up here and use the Norma Tech boots and relax. You know, if you're a member up here, it's fine. Like, so I just try to create more spaces where people can kind of hang. And obviously, you know, the old adage is like the longer they're here, the more they're going to spend. Not that I'm trying to gouge people for money, but like it's is kind there of booze there. Is there alcohol there? Yeah. On- yeah, yeah. Like, so I could come there to the bar over there. So I could come. It's like a honeymoon place. I could come there, work out in the morning, get drunk, work out again, and just hang out and. Yep. There. Yeah, if you want, yeah. That and we have. And bring my computer and get some work done. There's internet, Wi-Fi. Yeah, good, good Wi-Fi. Obviously, shit. today is a bit off. I'm streaming off my phone, but it works just fine. So we'll actually have dedicated Wi-Fi up here for like more of the coworkers that want to work. There's so many transient people that live here. Yeah. That, that that visit here and want to work. So that's kind of why we do it. But yeah, man, this I'm excited to launch this next week. It should be pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, just get people up here. How many square feet is the property? Is it? Do you do uh, hectares or acres or like the the just the? I think I gotta show you. I should have sent you this. Uh, I have this. Uh, is it more than an acre? Drone shot. Is it more than an acre? Yeah. Well, I believe so. Let's see. In, I'd say there'd be an acre's the twenty thousand. An acre's forty thousand square feet, which is yeah. I don't know how That's I don't know how many. Fuck! I've learned I've learned meters now, but I still the trans the uh, the conversions got me a bit. Ca- Caleb see. will do it for us in one second. He'll tell us how many uh, square meters forty thousand square feet is. Okay, cool. H- how many rooms is the hotel? There's twelve rooms. They're like boutique Holy rooms here. We also have some villas on site or villas like off site, maybe five hundred meters away. So we have some villas as well. We're trying to get more and more because the uh, the accommodation's gone nuts. It's like full all the time. Uh, Sevy's going to leave the country. I'm thinking about it. Uh, so that's yeah. it's it's 3,716 square meters is one oh. acre. We might be. So oh no, that's that's a wait. I'm trying to think it right now. Maybe close to it. Yeah. Oh, so we like, over an acre. I think, I think just in like flooring, I have. Almost two thousand square meters. Holy rubber shit! Flooring. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then you add like the the pool and the all that. Like it's pretty big imprint. Maybe we're right about there, which is pretty cool. I should actually get a proper uh, survey of that going, which would be pretty interesting. It's are you glad event. you're doing this? Is any are you are you scaring the shit out of yourself? How how big you're growing this? Um. No, man. Like I've always just kind of rolled with it. Like I think, uh, you know, I, I've got that kind of wild. I would say entrepreneurial mindset where i 
I enjoy the creation. I enjoy the what's the next, what's next, what's next. I it's probably my ADHD as well. Like, what can I do? What can I do? You know, I want to keep myself busy. Um, you know, sometimes like it's overwhelming. You know, like I had something this week where a couple key of managers that got a new job, and I was like, oh no, everything's going to blow up. And then I'm like, no, no, it's going to be all right. We've been here before. But like, I went from 30 employees. Uh, local employees about two years ago to about 85. So we have 85 employees between the hotel staff, the food and beverage, the cafe. I mean, we sell a ton of food here. It's insane. We also have food like uh, online. So people, it's kind of like an Uber Eats. So we tell, sell a ton of food here. You know, it's, it's, it's mental how, I won't go through all the numbers, but it's a lot of food, let's just say. So there's a, a physio place, there's a gym, there's a hotel there's um uh the cl the classes okay. like the 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 fighting classes and shit like that and then there's restaurants and then there's yeah, a delivery there's a delivery service you think there's people who eat your food who've never stepped into the hotel into yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the gym? yeah we kind of built a pretty oh, good this is crazy like yeah thanks man we also have a, another cafe down towards the beach just called wonderless cafe it's a standalone place that does quite well itself so we kind of had this idea. Well, I met a really amazing chef from Australia. He did a consultancy for us, kind of went through our food. And I just asked him, like, I don't know how to cook anything. Uh, <laughs> I can cook a coffee. That's about it. And uh, he, he, I just said, hey, man, I'm kind of against the seed oil thing. I'd like you to just cook with, you know, olive oil, coconut oil, and butter. And, like, find the freshest ingredients and do, like, a healthy twist. You know, let's try to do without calling it health food. And then he did it all and came up with macros and People love it, man. Like the food's insane here. Like, and it's a fraction of the price, right? You can get a, like we have avocado on toast with eggs that's freshly made. I think we sell that for, it'd be about $7 US, six fifty US. So it's pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So so keep, what was that? Uh, let, go back to the girl real quick. We're going to come back to the business. I got to make sure I, I oh, close no, it. So, right. so your friend says, um, uh, yeah, she goes, this girl, Sharni. There's is, this uh, chick. You got to meet her. She's single and you're single. Good job. Yeah, that yeah, was fast, yeah. Caleb. Good job. And so, Thank and you. what did you think? Did you think, oh, yeah, I've, I've been there, done that? No, I mean, I was like, I was single. I was like, kind of, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I've obviously loved to find the love of my life. You know, I was, you know, you can have a lot of fun in Bali being single. You can meet people, but it's very transient. And people, you're, you, after a while, you kind of like want a little something, you know, more real. And uh, yeah, so I messaged her on Instagram. <laughs> Where did and she live? Started, she lived in Brisbane, Australia. You're so, hitting on a girl. What, what, oh God, that's yeah, that's yeah, too far away. Digital slide in, bro. It worked out yeah. pretty well. But like, no, it was like she was cool. Like I was just like, oh, I really like your energy. I think it's I like the vibe you had. She was a she's an online PT. She also does like in person PTs, uh, and she was just you know all about work business. And she was just I don't know. I like I like there was something about her. I was just really into. Obviously, she's gorgeous too, but. I was just, I was into it. And I messaged her. We went back and forth. We started texting every day and videos. And I said, hey, I got to come visit you. So this was right when they lifted the restrictions in, in Bali for flying out and no quarantine bullshit. And so I was like, I got to come. I got like sick one day. I couldn't go there. I, the next week, I just got back from America. Wasn't able to go see her. And finally, like the third try, I'm like, oh, I'm coming to see you. And she goes, oh, is this really going to happen? So I, I went out there. We had an amazing date. Um, and then I went down actually down and saw Cara Saunders and Maddie, other they're good friends of mine down in Gold Coast. Oh, went that's right cool. Yeah, I went back with went back and then had another date with her. And it was just like, yeah, this is so good. And then 
we kind of went back and forth. She flew over to Bali for my birthday a month later. Then I'd go over to Brisbane for a week or so and then come back. And then uh, come January, uh, well, I was like, this is, you know, we had already been seeing each other like every couple of weeks. Like it was a lot of flying back and forth. And she was already transitioning online. So she goes, I wouldn't mind living in Bali. I'm like, I wouldn't mind either. Like that would be pretty cool. And um, yeah, man. She's, you weren't nervous she at all? That didn't make you... Oh yeah, of course. She yeah. just even this morning she joked. She goes, "Remember that you told me you wanted me to like live in a homestay when you first moved here, so we wouldn't be too close." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I was an idiot." Um, but like once you know, I was like, "Man, I don't want to spend any time away from you. I really love you." And um, in January we like we kind of made it more official, and then like she moved here a month later, a month and a half later. So she's been here about five months now, and we've already traveled to see the states. She met my family. I've met her family. It's it's all good, man. Like it's, it's crazy. And you'll see if anyone's probably followed me for a while, they'll know that like, I was always like just talking about CrossFit and travel. And now I'm just talking probably annoyingly about love and this and that stuff. But oh, I do it's both. It's so you obvious know, you're in love with her from your Instagram account. Yeah. You're so happy. Yeah, it's man. Cool. It's like I Instagram, my Instagram is my diary. I don't really care if people like it or not. Like if they're into it, fine. I, but it's good. It's funny that the amount of people that told me to like, I'm so stoked for you. Like I had ex-girlfriends message me going, Hey man, I'm really happy for you. Like, it seems like you found the love of your life. I'm like, yeah, thank you. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Uh, when you go, when you come to the states, it, um, who watches the the Empire? <laughs> yeah, well, I got some really amazing plate people in place. Well, one of my head coaches is named Sam. He's kind of like my eyes and ears, and he kind of runs he runs all the coaches and the coaches development now. So he he's been working for me eight, eight years. He stumbled in here when wow. I first opened. Wow. Yeah, he was a small, young English kid, came in here and he had nanos. I was like, oh, do you do CrossFit? You want to work out with me? And he was like, okay. And then, you know, one thing led to the other where he, he helped cover a couple classes and helped me out. And then now he's like, you know, my full-time head coach. And he's a good friend of mine, obviously, as well. I just gave him a small piece of the business and I want him to, like, really grow and thrive with us. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not greedy at all. I want, I want our business to grow and, and do amazing things for, for everybody, you know? And so he'll watch it. And then I have the key managers in place of all the heads of the heads of departments for food and beverage or hotel recovery. Um, it's still but a, a bunch of me looking and finding and fixing and cleaning and say, hey, do this, let's this. It's a big operation now. But but I love it. It's 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 my baby. Right. Uh, uh, Farmer fit. I'm stoked for you. Oh, nice. oh, lovely. Thank you, brother. Uh, he's a legend as well. <laughs> you know, this guy. Yeah, I met him years ago. Um, we did a photo. I did a photo shoot in Melbourne, and he had a he had a clothing brand. So we did a, a photo shoot. I met that. That was the first time I went to Australia, actually, in 2014. So what's his yeah. what's his name? Uh, I, oh, now you put me on the spot. I now that I've looked at his name, Farmer Fit, for this many years. Yeah, that's how I know him too. That's why I was curious. Oh, I don't know his name. I don't know his name either. But I I want to know his name. He's a nice I'll guy. He, he's around. Oh, the Fit Farmer. Oh nope, that's not him. Good guess though. <laughs> Might not Mike Dixon. No, hey, it's not. Caleb, don't lose that site to Fit Farmer. I want to have that guy on Farmer Fit Journey. That kind of looks like him. That's him. Yeah, he lost so much weight. He did so good. I think he was on a big challenge and he lost a ton of weight. But um, what is not Damo? It's a very Australian name. I'll think of it. Sorry, mate. Uh, Let me ask you a weird question. Um, uh, why hasn't um? Petroni done this at Mayhem. 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, he's pretty. His place is massive too. I mean, in the sense. But I the mean, hotels, maybe- the restaurant, the pool. Why? Why hasn't he done? Um, let, let me give you a stat that's just fascinating. Um, there was a time when, uh, and it may still be this way. There was a time when um, L one sold faster in Cookville than anywhere else in the world, more than Paris, more than L A, more than. I mean, it was the spot. And I'm not just talking like one month or just one year he won. It's like fuck, year after year. And not only exactly. that, but you you would hear stories of people who would collect ten thousand dollars from their friends and then go three hours out of the way to swing by Mayhem and buy clothes for people. So you know what I mean? Someone wow. dropped ten k on shirts and shit. So it, it's a it's a it's a viable business for sure. Yeah, well, I wonder I mean, why. I mean, he did. Have you ever talked to him about it? Have you been like, "Yo, dude, what's up? Why no hotel?" Yeah, man. I mean, I'll I'll suggest it to him next time I see him. <laughs> Are you um, friends with him? Are you friends with I've, I've, met, I've met him a few times. He's really, really nice. Like, uh, yeah. I, think I, I talked to him a bit down at Rogue last year because I was hanging out with Kara again. Like, she's a good friend of mine and, and Maddie and her, her daughter and her new son. Um, but yeah, they, uh, like, he was su- super nice. He goes, Oh, I have heard. I think he was at, I think he came to Torian a few years ago as well. And um, yeah, I was like, Oh, I'd love to get you to Bali sometime. And you're like, Oh, that'd be cool. He, you know, I think he heard it. He heard of Wonderlust, which I was like, Oh, that's so cool. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good business. Like, I think Bali obviously has the tourists. People are always going to kind of come in. And like, so if you do want to come here, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to go surfing. I'm going to hike. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to also go to Wonderlust. It's it's pretty cool. Like, I'm I'm, I'm proud of it in the sense that people want to come here and train, right? It's, it, I can't it's pretty think magical. of anywhere else. Can you think, is there anyone else doing this? You know, do you know Dave Chaffee? Dave Chaffee, I think, owns a gym. He owns one in Paris, but he also owns one. What's the famous beach in, in France? Um, Normandy? <laughs> no, that's one. Uh, not that one. What, uh, what's the city? Uh, oh, Nice? No. Right, oh, oh, the Riviere. Oh. The Riviere. French Riviere. What's it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think it – so I've been asked many times – What's this? One piece of solid business advice. We'll come back to her. We'll come back to Miss Rain. Go ahead. You finish what you're saying. You've been asked many times. Oh, many times. Like, can you duplicate this? Can you open somewhere else? We'd love to do one in Ibiza. We want to do one in Dubai. We want to do them here. I don't. I mean, I've entertained the ideas. I've tried a few different satellite kind of ideas before. We opened. We actually have a second gym in in Java, which is near Jakarta, and that's kind of locals only it's a locals only gym but it's branded wonderlust we send them the programming every day and that it goes okay it's not it's not anything to write home about but i've it's cool to see that i've impacted another part of indonesia and their locals are getting something out of it so it's really cool it's a bit hands-off for me now i just have i I set it up and got it going um so that's interesting in the sense that i can you know i thought maybe what if this goes well i could implement these over indonesia just in the sense that that could really help the culture and help fitness here and health. Um, but ideally, you know, ideally it'd be cool to do, set up a big one like this in another country, you know, surrounded by a hub of hotels or rooms or this, and it creates this kind of culture or village. You never know. Things are going that way, right? People are going less and less into, they want, they want to make their own food. They want to make their own health. They want to do these things. They want to live off the grid. You never know. It could go somewhere pretty interesting in the few years. So I'm always open to ideas. So if anyone's got them, send them on to me. It's kind of a fun thing to do. I've had a lot of failures too, and I've a lot of good, some good hits. You know, I've had many businesses over the last few years that I thought would be good. I implemented, put some money in, and didn't go. You know, and then 
you know, COVID hits, I'm still digging out of a hole for that. But yeah, on the most part, I've, I've been, I'm getting into this kind of, you know, I, in my head, I'm 45 and I still got more years ahead of me. I want to try some new things. I want to try some new businesses and ideas, but I'm also super happy where I'm at. I'm very lucky and blessed too. Uh, Karina Rain, uh, could you, Dave, give us one piece of solid business advice? Hmm. Should I go first? Yeah, I'm not going. You go. It's your show. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, lately I've been having these chats with my employees and other people about giving a shit, which sounds so basic and, and real. But like, honestly, if you have a business that you're interested in and you like this is what Alan Watts said back in the 60s or 70s. He said, you become a master of what you love and eventually you can start to sell that to people or you become a master of your sport and people relish in that and they want to learn from you because you're the best and then you can start a fee for that and charge for that. So like loving what you do is very important to business, Um, being passionate about it. Also doing it because you're doing it, you love it, not because you're just trying to turn a buck. I think that's kind of how, for me, worked very well. And I still hold that true to myself. Like, you know, I'm... I'm in a, I'm into CrossFit. I like CrossFit. I, it changed my life. I want to fix other people. Okay, cool. There's eight people here. Oh, now there's 20 people here. Okay. I can raise the prices a little bit. I can do this. And then but I've never stopped, even with all the expansion here and the back in the day, people go, Oh, why are you expanding? You don't need to do an open gym. I'm like, well, yeah, I think it would be cool to have a proper open gym for people that don't want to do classes and we're getting bigger. Okay. And it worked. And then I opened again, it got bigger and it got bigger. So it's kind of one of those chicken or the egg scenarios, you got to kind of foresee it. But I did it because I wanted to give the customer something better. How do I make their experience better? And I think giving a shit goes a long way. And a lot of people get stuck up in the numbers and crunching it. Obviously, you have to make enough to to make a business work. But in the in the CrossFit gyms and, you know, gym business, it's not it's not easy anyway, especially in the States and other places with rents and that kind of stuff. And most of the CrossFit owners and gyms do it because they have a passion for it. You know, they're working the morning shift and the night shift. You know, I think here's a bit of an anomaly when I have this many employees and we can share shifts and move back and forth. And you know, not to say that I'm still here pretty much every day, eight hours a day, <laughs> um, but that's because I like it. I'm having fun. I'm creating new things. So yeah, I think giving a shit and like, you know, listening to your, listening to your client, listening to the consumer and, and trying to make their experience the best possible in the gym sense. Um, I, I remember in the early years watching Dave as he would build the CrossFit Games, and just to use one example, he would never let the judges or the volunteers just walk out onto the field. It was never like, okay, move those weights over there, because they could have done yeah. that. It was like it had to look good. He gave a shit, even though like half the audience was gone and people were getting hot dogs and taking a shit and like whatever, moving to the next venue, he still cared how L, everyone marched out, everyone marched off. Everything went in a single file line. It needed to look good. When Even in the back where the weights are stacked, it needed to be perfect. When I watch like yep. him and Katie and Bill walk around the venue, like they give a shit. Like, um, the, There's a stairwell this year where the athletes walk up, right? No one's going to see it. And the walls were dirty. And Dave goes, either clean the walls or have them repainted. He told the venue that. I don't want the athletes going through. And they repainted the walls for him. Wow. Yeah, because That's like, perfect. you know what I mean? Like you – like give a shit like give a shit it's crazy that doesn't come um that doesn't come easy you said something like you have to like uh what it comes with doing with what you love i think is what you said and so it's kind of weird you kind of can't fake giving a shit no you can't and 
Yeah, yeah, you can't. You know, even if you fake it till you make it, they say kind of thing. But like as an owner and operator, like I, I find this is I've told this to people. I, I'm probably ADHD or anal about everything. I'm very meticulous on the paint like that as well. Probably similar to Dave, and I, it's because it's a reflection of me too and my and what I do. Like I want someone to come in here and go, wow, that place is very well put together, and you know the barbells are stacked nicely and they're clean and. You know, every morning is the same and it feels good to come in there because I used to be a member of the different gym. Right. You go in and you want to feel like it's that's your best part of the day. It's a lot of people's best part of the day. That's all they got. Um, and, and and also if someone would be like, well, that that session was OK. Then I'm like, oh, then I'm not a good human. I did not do the best to give them the best experience. So like, yeah, you're right. It is like I'm, I'm pretty meticulous about that. Like we're always cleaning, painting, changing stuff, making sure like we have a pretty I let the coaches like on the coaching side, I let them do a warm up. I let them, I don't write the warm up because I still do all the programming. So I don't, I don't do, I don't specify unless it's a, a specific, a specific thing. Like I want you to do the burner warm up. I want you to do this. I'll let them do their own version of it, but we do have protocols. Like there's certain ways we're going to be uh, doing. We, we do a, a definitely a brief in the morning. We explain, the workout we ask an introduction hey this is i'm dave this is sam this is holly we're going to be your coaches today some new, gyms don't do it. that can, can you fucking believe that oh. some gyms do the coaches don't introduce themselves it's atrocious i've been to many a gyms now and i yeah it's sad i i, I like doctors don't introduce themselves you ever go to a doctor he's like like i've never been to a doctor's visit where like they shake my hand i'm always like hi i'm sevon and like i gotta fucking yeah. put my hand out like motherfucker you're about to stick your finger in my ass yeah true <laughs> And like how about hi, how are you? A little eye contact, a little just like basic yeah. stability. Yeah, crazy. Sorry. I just so many no, people don't do that. Just a fucking uh, high. Just in general, man. Yeah. Everyone's eyes are down now. I, I agree. Yeah. So I think that goes along. And uh, you know, we started this thing about three months ago. We're because the, the classes are so big, on the way in, we kind of have the there's the waiting area, and there's you know 40 people waiting. So they don't just come in at 9 a.m. At 9 a.m., the coach goes over, opens up the kind of barrier, and on the way in, we fist bump every single person. We're like, hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? Good to see you. Bienvenidos. Welcome. You know, like all these things, we just kind of have a little fun with it. Inclusive. And that's probably, Bienvenidos. That's inclusive. Yeah. What was that? Bienvenidos. Inclusive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I try to do it. I go, guten morgen. I try to do all my things I can remember. But that's gone a huge, that's gone a huge thing for us, like – and people like that was so cool. You just fist bumped at 110 people on the way, you know, and it was like it, they feel automatically connected to you and the coach, even if they're brand new and some of them are scared to death. They're like, wow, I just learned that, you know, not all gyms can adopt that. But even at the end, I told the coaches at the end when they're all on the ground dying, you got to walk up to them. You fist them. Good job, man. Thanks a lot. You know, we're the gym that's known for fisting. Uh, and this sounds like a super spreader event, uh, fisting cool. everyone. Um, yeah, I don't uh, more bacteria the better uh so you you, you go from a, basically a one-room gym to expanding your gym in size i mean you're kind of living some sort of weird affiliate dream right i mean this is like this is the ultimate yeah i, I know there's people who are going to hear this and be like oh shit i want to do this and you know and some people are like look at ken walters is like yo dude sevy cookville's a swamp it's not an aqua blue ocean yeah okay yeah. I, I, I hear you. I, I, I stand corrected. Um, what, is there is there an um, end to this? Like how much how much uh, 
Like, are you looking across the street and being like, I'm going to eat you? Like, you're going to get that building across there? Yeah, I mean, I, I did that here. I've taken all the space we can. There is some rice fields behind us, you know, probably good 10,000 square, or how would it be? 100 square meters? Oh, I can't remember, 1,000 square meters or so. I could take that over. We're, we're, we're probably going to do that, let's say, in the near future. We'd like to. Like, I'd like want to add, on top of my offices behind us, like, I want to add, like I said, the barbershop, tattoo shop, whole food store. Above that's going to be a Pilates slash pole slash yoga kind of studio. And, you know, sky's the limit on that. I also would like to build like a 30 person hotel, a 30 room hotel next next door. Because like because we have this kind of community here that stays all day long, if you have 30, 40 people staying, there's always going to be someone to talk to. There's always going to be something to do, have a chat, have a lunch, have a dinner. And it just creates this like hub. You know, I've seen people sitting here after classes even before we had the hotel and I saw a business being made, you know, they, they interacted. Oh, where are you from? What do you do? Okay, cool. Let's go grab a beer. I'll have this idea. And, and that's even cooler to me because we're, you know, my, my tagline is building better humans. So I'm like, Oh, how can we do that on all levels? You know, if, if people are coming up here in this working space and get to meet and talk and advance their ideas, you know, it only helps me, but it also helps them. And it's a, I don't know, sky's the limit, right? I'm not stopping until I need to stop. I'm still enjoying this. I'm still enjoying creating spaces. If I had more money, if I had all the money in the world, I'd be, all I'd be doing is expanding and doing more stuff. Like I didn't open this to make money. I opened this to create like a life for me. And I, I was like super happy. I'm like, oh man, I remember the first time I got my little paycheck. It was like two grand. I was like, I can live in Bali and I can have a beer at the beach and I can eat some food. I'm fucking styling, man. This is cool. Yeah. And I didn't have to stress about, you know, Maybe I was stressed in my last life where I didn't add stuff. I was like, you know, now I'm actually more stressed probably because I have all these people to make sure we're okay. But it's a good kind of it's a good kind of feeling. Um, yeah, a lot yeah, of so, people depend on you. What, what's the community think about you? Do they like you for all the job opportunities and the people yeah, you bring in there? Yeah, 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 I think so. I mean, we, we were, we're all above board here, too. We pay tax. We do everything right. And we employ a lot of the local that live in the area. You know, even last last night I had meetings with um, some of my head managers on how do we, you know, I want to be, now that we have 85 employees, how do we make them more appreciative? How do they love their job more? You know, even like recently, I, I had changed all their shirts. They used to say staff. And now I have them say crew. Then I say oh. crew, serving oh, cool. better, instead of building better humans, serving better humans. And I, you know, I think crew is a little bit more inclusive. It makes them feel like we're all on this team together as opposed to yeah. staff, you know? Yeah, so I like, yeah, oh, I like it. I, yeah, and I think... I never thought about that until recently. And someone kind of suggested, I'm like, that's an amazing idea. I'll take that for sure. That's a great Cruise idea. a team staff. It's like, go pick up the trash. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and this is, you know, some of the job isn't the most glamorous if they're mopping a floor or serving food, but like, I want them to feel like they're part of this family. So I'm really working on kind of regaining a little bit of that. I think as we expanded so quickly, maybe I didn't see as much. And I want to make sure that, so I sat with each staff head and said, like, how do we, how are your employees? Are they happy? Are they whatnot? So I'm learning to manage a larger team right now. You know, this was all off my back in the beginning and now I'm trying to figure out how to do it better. You know, when, when, um, when I don't even know what to call it anymore, but when all the world governments were like, Hey, you got to shut down. What happened in Bali? I'm assuming you were there and you basically got stuck there, but you were okay with it. It wasn't like being stuck there. You're like, okay, I'm home. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't bad. Um, 
I actually was stuck in Australia. You think people had that? Oh, you were away from your gym? Yeah. So. Oh, that must have been horrible. Why didn't you take a boat there or something? You couldn't get, you couldn't escape? Uh, There wasn't a way? No. It it was so, it was that uncertainty, right? It was March 2020 when it all kind of started falling apart. I was visiting Kara, Saunders, and Maddie, and little Scotty at the time. And, um, you know, we I'd stayed with them many times before. And, you know, I was like, this, all this COVID shit's happening. We're like, what's going on? What's going on? Sorry if I said that. I hope it doesn't ruin any algorithms. No, it's okay. Um, it's said on okay. every show. Okay, cool. So it was funny. Like, you know, I called over here and I was like talking to my, one of my business partners. He's not really as hands-on, but um, he was here. He goes, oh, this should be fine. Like, things are a bit weird. Let's just wait a week or two to see what happens. And then, of course, they shut all the flights down. So they didn't have flights for almost three and a half months. And then once the first flight opened up, I flew back from Australia. So I was managing it from afar, at least for the coaching programming. But you lost 2,700 at, at 900 visitors a month. You lost 2,700 visitors if there were no flights coming in. Right. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like it was dismal for a bit there. They, we got down where we had maybe 50 people coming in a day and it would be like, uh, you know, we were used to. So they didn't shut you down. They didn't shut you down. Uh, they did only for about 10 days, two weeks. Wow. Is that because they're Muslim? Do you hear the no. prayer bells like three times a day or whatever? Like, like, like no. do you hear, you well, know, like that's, we, a, that's what's good and bad here. Like, well, uh, not good and bad, but like, uh, Bali is the state that's primarily Hindu. So back in the day, I don't know the full history, but the Indonesia is a Muslim country, right? Right. In, in Bali, the, I'd say 85% of people are Hindu. Uh, there'd be some Muslims here now because all the travel and whatnot. But, um, so we don't hear, we don't have all the mosques like you would okay. have in Jakarta. So that's they the only close you I, down I in Jakarta before. And it's very, there's always the prayers. So it's, it's quite loud all the time. Um, uh, yeah. When I was in Jakarta, I remember my hotel room had an arrow on the ceiling telling me which way to bow. I was like, Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a fucking so commitment. Mecca or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, the people in the States were wearing masks while they were having sex. And you're telling me you were only closed down for like, uh, uh, 10 days. Wow, what a great country. Yeah, we had to close. They, they gave, I mean, we were pretty good with the government there. I mean, we applied as much, or we, we complied as much as we could, or as much as we had to. <laughs> um, and, you know, we had to have some squares and X's on the tables because that helps. And then you have, you know, but there's a thousand, <laughs> there's a thousand square meters of space. If you, we, everyone could have had their own, like, little room, and they'd be fine. There's so much room anyway. And we just kind of said, hey, guys, wipe your barbells down after and keep it clean. You know, we said, if you don't want to come to the gym, it's okay. You don't have to come to the gym, but we're open. We're here. We're going to be teaching, you know, and, and we it didn't, Bali didn't get hit too hard. You know, it, I think Indonesia lost 50,000 people, 60,000 people, not a lot in the grand scheme of 280. And I'm not belittling anyone's death, of course, but we know the, the math and we know how this works anyway with what right. deaths are calculated. We don't really know the numbers because the flu disappeared yeah. that year exactly. on the entire planet, which is weird. Yeah, that's the funny one, right? Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. I think the year later or when there was the second variant or whatever, we shut down for 10 days. Uh, and even just 10 days, that's quite costly. But even through the 18 months we were open through COVID, we were uh, we were hemorrhaging. So my pockets got very, 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 very done. They were done at the very end. So I, luckily I had about my runway ended about two months before. I had to borrow a couple bucks from my father. Uh, just to kind of get it up, but it was a worthwhile. How was that? Was that weird? How is a grown man borrowing money from your father? Are you cool with that? Yeah. I mean, it's humbling. Obviously I haven't done that since I was 18 years old. So like I've always been very independent 
it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a not lot, but I, I, uh, yeah, I, I it's funny. But thank God, but thank God, your dad's not a, a drunk, passed out somewhere in Portland, uh, taking fentanyl. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah still being was, a dad. Was, still being a dad. I mean, I lived at home until I was thirty-four when my mom finally kicked me out for the last time. I mean, like, <laughs> really? like I get it. Yeah, you got to be. I'm gonna and I'm gonna try to do the same to my kids. I'm gonna always like, I'm gonna raise my kid till I die. There you go. Try, try, try to be there for him. Yeah. That's as you should. That's so cool. That's yeah. really cool. That's what I want to do too. I'm excited to have some little ones here and there. Uh, you got. You're very inspiring with your your sons. I was told recently that I'm a uh, a know it all and uh, and I think my way is the only way. And I, my response was uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, c- I correct. I, I I've been told you're very opinionated. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> that is correct. Like, I mean, like, if, what are you if you don't have an opinion? You know, about it. it's even worse, right? If you could just go along with the punches, you know, which we saw half the world do a few years ago. And you and I had a mini a chats back during during that. It was pr- quite fun. Yes. Uh, just silly, you know, so silly. But it was uh, that was a good time in life. I think it opened up my brain and eyes to a lot of things that. Me too, I sir. Me too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Expedited my my awakening. If I if I was coming out of a cocoon slowly, slowly it ripped the whole cocoon off, and I had to fly away. I, I hear you, man. Same, and it was good. Like you had to take a time and like look into some of these things that were mis misspoken or missaid or you know propaganda stuff, and you're like, wow, okay, I didn't realize that. You know, so my, my ideology has changed in a lot of things. Not that it was always that I'd, I'd say I'm, you know, as you get older, everyone goes a little bit more conservative values. You know, growing up, you want to you're young and you want to break into a pool and do all these crazy things. And, you know, um, but like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of the road, but like it's just there's just two extremes now on, on right and left. You know, it's crazy. So um, I just want to be a good person, get a, you know, get people moving, get people healthy and, you know. I, I, I bounce off a bunch on Instagram every once in a while. I think that's why it doesn't move as much as it used to. <laughs> but also the algorithms all change now, right? Like it doesn't seem to help people that are already 100K. It looks like I just literally stay. I'll have a real go to 80,000 people and then 100K doesn't stay. It doesn't stay like my, my followers go up or down 100 or 200 a day. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, I've been watching uh, Josh and Josh and Dave have basically been at the same amount of followers for five years i feel like really yeah 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 the, you know the, you know i lost and you know they took my account during that i had an account with yeah, like 80 or ninety thousand. yeah and they and they, they oh, yanked my account yeah sucked yeah that's but, it, but i wasn't making money on it i was just be fucking rattling cages with it but it was still yeah. fun yeah, sure. <laughs> I know. yeah sometimes i hold my breath i don't know I, i've done so many if you if anyone watches as it goes back and googles me there's a hilarious a, a bunch of hilarious things i've done I, what's his name? There was a guy. I remember Armin. Armin is Armin yeah, Hammer. Yeah, yeah, Armin? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first uh, celebrity. Celebrity. He did a thing back in the day about me. I. Uh, he goes famous CrossFitter desecrates a Jewish memorial. So no offense, I did not. Um, right. If you Google me, it's bad, man. Like I, I was in Germany. Okay, this is 2015. Oh, you did a handstand at the Holocaust Museum or something? Yes. <laughs> Hey, blame CrossFit Gymnastics. No. That was you? Um, That's awesome, dude. Wow. I didn't know he was – was he serious or was he joking? No, I think he was just, like, having a little fun because it was – he would just do those talking points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, it went viral, man. I had like all these people fucking hating me. And then a lot of people were like, Dave's a CrossFitter. Like he's just, did, he was in Iceland doing handstands. He was there doing handstands. He's not like a dick, you know, he's a nice guy. He helps people. Um, but man, it went funny. And there was even in Orange County, KTLA was like, Dave Driscoll does a handstand on Jewish Memorial. And I'm like, good God, my parents are texting me. And, you know, but I nailed that handstand. It was a really good handstand. But it was like, you know, my own fault for not, looking into it. like it was a big park right it's like a square mile park or something and they only had some entrance signs here and there you could just enter at any time and there's people snacking and kids are jumping on all these little pillars and having lunches there it's kind of like a park and i was like this is beautiful and i went to this rad handstand posted it walked away six hours later i'm at the airport turned my phone on it's like ding 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 and i'm like that doesn't seem normal and uh yeah it was kind of nuts. and then yeah i wrote a i was flying to sweden that night I wrote an apology on the plane going, look, you know, like I have Hebrew tattooed on my leg. My best friend growing up were Jewish. Like I wasn't, I didn't know that. I was a handful of Jewish girls. I used, I used the condom with, I used the condom with all the Jewish girls. (laughs) My penis is kosher. My penis is kosher. Yeah. One of those things I've been in the media a few times. I think before that, the last one was, uh, I was tanning a lot naked during COVID probably in uh, some article in Australia wrote a scathing, a uh, famous CrossFit athlete tells his fans to sun his balls, you know, sun their balls. And I was like, yeah, I did say that, but he should, wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. Why, um, why keep paying the um, affiliate fees? What, what does it bring to your business? What value do you get by paying those? Well, I used to get a bloody um, Christmas card. I don't even know if they send that anymore, do they? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like for me, obviously, financially, the $3,000 is, isn't going to, crush it i also like being part of the club i'm a crossfitter i got into it you know it, it changed my life um i like i like being part of that club it, i don't know i mean i why, why not i didn't care about you know all the drama that happened a few years i, I mean crossfit as a methodology is incredible you know uh, i know some people got upset with greg what he said or some things were misconstrued but i said that i wrote a statement that doesn't define what CrossFit is that doesn't define what Wonderless Fitness Village is. We are here to teach people fitness. You know, like how many times has the CEO of Sony or another big corporation probably done something awful? And not people. And people, of course, nowadays everyone's trying to boycott everything. But man, you know the amount of things we say, you know, or whatnot. Like, I don't even mean. I don't even mean for that reason. I mean, like, what do you what do you get from? Does like does it help your Google search? Um, you said you like to be part of the club. I, so I see this kind of, when you say I like to be part of the club, it's kind of like a tithing, like, like, like yeah. what you give to the church or, or yeah. like you want to support right. the mothership just so that like, it kind of keeps us all connected as one. Like it would suck if HQ went away and like every gym just all of a sudden had its own name. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that was the beauty of it. I was like, this is cool. You can be part of this club for three grand a, a year yeah. and they'll fly your flag for you to an extent you're on the affiliate finder and you get a little open poster every year or used to and a Christmas card. Um, and that was, uh, that was it, you know, like you can use the word, you can use the name, this like coveted CrossFit wonderlust, you know, and, and yeah, I, I don't mind. I, I, I thought it was cool. I mean, I never, I didn't sign up and give them three grand a year to get help. I knew that we we're going to do much for three grand, you know, it's cheaper than a, what's it called? A, franchise if you're going to do that route i don't know oh, a lot of yeah. people, i think it's cool to be part of it um yeah so why, why not i don't i don't have any problem with it um 
I, I did speak to, oh, I met the, I met Don last year. He seemed real nice. The new guy, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. He's very nice. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think he's very nice. Yeah, he's a gentleman. And I'm sorry I missed you at the games. I, uh, I was out there this year. I actually saw you and Andrew in the car, and we were next to you, and I tried to roll the window down in time to yell out your name. But uh, I got sick during – I think I got some kind of fluey disease while I was in uh, at the game. So I was out for a few days. Didn't get to really hang out too much. Uh, you went out there just for the games? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I brought Sharni out there. She's not even a CrossFitter yet. She's new at it, but she was, like, having a good time. We went – did a couple workouts out there and watched all the games. It was fun. I would – like to sleep with your owner. Who? What? And I'm sending. I hope God. I hope this. I'm sending your uh, through. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, you can't even see. I thought you could see this. Uh. I'm on the affiliate map, and I typed in CrossFit Wanderlust, and now I'm filling out the contact form. It says uh, I'm interested in. I put other, then I put my name. Oh. Oh, great. There's my phone number. Great. Uh, Caleb, my phone number just went out to the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to email you and I'm going to put, and I put a, a note. I'd like to sleep with your owner, Dave. Let's do it. Hopefully it gets forwarded to me. Yeah. How do I, how do I, uh, Oh, I got to put a fake number in shit. I'm just putting my number in fine. I just put, I just had I to see it. Okay. That's funny. It says, what's, what does it say? Level seven years. Our seventh year ends in like a month. No. Yeah. We stuck, yeah, Dude, you have an L4 at your gym. Is what it says. Is it? Does that it says you have a, just... Oh, wait. I don't know what. Oh, wait. Uh, shows the CrossFit credentials of the gym. Higher level coaches, three and four, have spent thousands of hours training people. Uh, check the courses. I can't tell if this means you have zero or if you have. I'll uh, take it. I mean, I have a level two that's expired. I, well, they're going to get on me for that, aren't they? I need to get that redone. They were cool about it. I said, look, we live in Bali. My thing expires during COVID. There's no way I can fly anywhere to get a level two. I've been doing this for 10 years. Can you? Uh, and they're like, no worries. Yeah, just get it done this year. I'm like, okay. So I got to get that. got to get that done. I'll fly somewhere fun and get it done. <laughs> uh, Sevon is a retard. That, that word went over pretty well a few weeks ago, right? <laughs> I had Lauren here. You know, Lauren Fisher was here during all that. She's great. Uh, yeah, I like she's great. Her and Rasmus, they're good. They're good people. Oh like yeah, Rasmus is amazing, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been out here a few times. So this time, where they stuck around a bit, and me and Rasmus just talked for hours. But he's just—he's so cool. He's like, "Tell me about this, and how did you start it, and what do you do with villas, and how do we do this?" Because I—I'm hoping they come out and stay with us for a bit. They're pretty cool, cool people. Hey, is 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 Cara um? Uh, Saunders is, or what's her last name? Yeah, Saunders now. Uh, is she, um, is she going to compete again? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I won't. Speak oh, come on, her, dude. But... Oh, come on. Come on. What <laughs> I do you think see? She, I mean, why wouldn't I? Mean, she's a born and bred athlete, right? She's just so good at it. I think, um, she would want to. I mean, I think she's like obviously taking her, her family as a priority, which is so cool. But she did it last time with Scotty. She came back and like demolished, you know? Yeah. So I would love to see the comeback. You know, she's so fun to, to watch she's a good she's a good human we uh obviously got real close so i lived there for four months i kept bringing them bottles of wine i'm like hey i'm staying one more week here's two bottles of wine one more week here's two three hundred dollars here's four like let's like and i'm your roommate now and, um but they're lovely so like 
when Charney and I go to Australia, like they don't mind if we stay with them. We go down to Gold Coast, um, and and they're lovely. So it's fun. I, and they just had their their son. I don't know if you watched their uh, their vlog, but Maddie did a vlog of her entire birth. Like she's wow. like on the table, you know, having a baby fall out, and he catches it. Cool. It's wow. crazy. Did they do yeah. it at home? Yeah, yeah. I think they were planning on all the home stuff, and then maybe go to the hospital. But like it was coming off so quick. And the baby just dropped on out. It's it's. I was crying. Good honor, because I, I know her, and I love them very much. They're dear to me. But they were like, it was. She's like screaming. I've never seen, I guess, a live birth. And like, she's like, you know, moaning and pushing and waiting. And like, it's cute, man. It's really cute. And um, yeah. Wow. Wow. Full set. Wow. Look at Maddie down there. Maddie's like, catch and receive, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it was I, beautiful though. I was like crying, man. It's, I think everyone should watch it. And then my girlfriend was like, I'm terrified now. I'm like, no, no, no. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's incredible right there. He's a legend, oh. man. Yeah, cool. When did that really come neat. out? I think uh, last week or something. Yeah. Or did it, when did the baby come out or when did the vlog come out? The vlog. Yeah. Um, I think about Oh, send ago. me that link. Send that link to the chat, Caleb. I'm bringing that up on the CrossFit Games update show this yeah. week. Holy For shit. Sure. It's good, man. It's real good. Wow. And it's like it's beautiful the way he edited it and like I was like crying at the end. I'm like, and you feel like you're like on a roller coaster the whole time, and then the baby's there yeah. and you're like, Yeah, it's it's full on, man. So um, um what's what's next for you? Uh in, in terms of you said you're gonna get the rice field uh, across the street, uh, possibly. What would you build there? More rooms? I think more rooms and then you know, like like I said, I want to have the kind of like stretch area, mobility, like a mm. yoga, maybe a proper like reformer Pilates studio. And then oh, we're also adding like a bodybuilding style gym as well. So inside yeah. one of the units, it's about 700 square meters. We could, we want to add like a full on air conditioned, like bodybuilding gym with all the you know weights. And then that'll kind of, it, it connects to the CrossFit room. So you'll be looking in through the window at the CrossFitters. CrossFitters will be looking in at the bodybuilders. And then there can be that overlap. My goal was always to, like, bring that kind of aspect in. And then they'll be fundamentally wanting to try maybe some CrossFit after doing it. And all the CrossFitters can do the accessory work in the bodybuilding area. Um, obviously, that kind of genre has become a bit cool again, right? A lot of people are going to, to gyms and just doing bodybuilding or accessories. So why not have that? There's a lot of gyms open in Bali, a lot of open since I've opened and there's like fierce comp competition sort of, but we're still just fine. Like we, I think we have kind of the, the forefront of this and we have the community. That's the one thing I hear. Oh, your vibes are amazing here. Like the community's good. It's always just like, feel like there's energy. People want to hang out here and train because there's just a lot of people doing cool shit. Right. So I think we're okay in there. I've never really been worried about it. Um, but it's funny. It seems like everyone under the sun is opening a gym here. Hey, dude, it's great meeting you. Uh, th thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Uh, what time is it there? Uh, Morning? It is 11 a.m. here in Bali. Awesome. Uh, 8 p.m. here. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. here. Oh, wow. I've kept you up late, haven't I? No. Well, I'm going to still a long night ahead of me. Uh, uh, when's the next time you come to the States? Do you know? Yeah, December 21st. So I'll be out there for Christmas. Yeah. To, to Orange Might County. Out. Yep. Yeah. We're okay, gonna, we cool. got a house up in the Charney's Australian. So she's never been in a white Christmas. She's never been cold, you know, and, and for Christmas time. So we're going to, we got a house up in the mountains up in Big Bear. So oh, sweet. Yeah. My, my whole family, my sisters, my mom, my dad, all the nieces and nephews. So I rent, we rented a big old place and uh, I'm going to take them up there and 
yeah, maybe go snowboarding, hang out, and just like, yeah, I haven't also I haven't been in the mountain, the snow in in ages, man. So I've always just been hot and sweaty. <laughs> so that'd be kind of fun. And then we might jump over to like New York. Uh, she's never been to New York, and then maybe Mexico, and hang. Maybe we'll pop up to Santa Cruz, hang out with you. That would be awesome. You, you're, really you're more than welcome. It. We almost drove up there last time, but she she went roller skating, broke her elbow, so we had to fly back to Australia for surgery. But them's the breaks, right? Yeah, and I, I'll sometime in December I will be down there. Um, I'm going to hang out with Sarah for a couple weeks in Newport. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll be coming awesome, down there yeah, with my family. So we, I think we were going to yeah. try to have lunch a few times ago, but uh, it just didn't work out. I had to go or something. But I'd love to connect, man. It's been really cool to like finally have a good conversation, good chat. I know I talk the whole time, but you know that's the way it should be. And, and I feel like I know you anyway beforehand. It's weird. I, I was yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even have to prepare for this podcast. I just felt like yeah, I know yeah. you. And I'm usually stressed out and I wasn't stressed out at all. It's a late night podcast. I just walked in for my kids doing jujitsu and I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to get to meet Dave. This is cool. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. 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 The, other, the only last thing I'll plug, if you want, please, or what, please. I am, what I am doing is like I do retreats as well. We have the on-site hotel here, but we also do retreat packages where people were like, it used to be just people asking, hey, what do I do? What should I go? And I'm like, well, I guess I could charge for this. So, but we, it's very reasonable. We have, you know, people come in for an eight day adventure and we have, hiking surfing the crossfit training the we do like a pool workout we do pool wads we do yoga at the sunset at the beach all these kind of things so we did that's just called wonderlust fitness retreats everything is called wonderlust it's very easy to find it but um yeah we do that and amongst a bunch of other things i've kind of launched a clothing line with that stuff too that's working on it mostly like knee sleeves and accessories it's 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 kind of cool to see how many people want to wear this little wonderlust insignia um so I'm, I'm stoked that people want to buy that little piece of uh, memorabilia and take it home. But other than that, you know, I won't plug anything else really. Hey, um, if, um, if you ever uh, want to just come on for um, 10 or 15 minutes, okay. be like, we, ha we have a new retreat coming up or we've released, I I'm always open yeah. to like, that's what I want to do. That, yeah, like, I, like I want to be this portal for like I just went and um, uh, hung out with Athena for uh, all day Saturday up north. She did a, a scaled nation large bodies uh, seminar, and I just went up there oh, and filmed and hung out and like and I helped her promote it ahead of time. And so like anyone who's like in the space who has stuff that I I, I want to be that. Um, yeah, tell me about it. I, I want people yeah. to be like, oh yeah, shit. I was I saw on the seven podcast. There's a retreat coming up, or hey, you got this new knee sleeve that's from. Uh, you're always welcome on the show. We can shoot the oh, shit man, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, any any that. bullshit you want to uh, chop it up with, um, it doesn't. You know, we do shows all three or four times a week that are just like ten or fifteen minutes with different people. You're always welcome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, reach I'll out to me. Take, I'll take you up on that. That'd be a fun way to do it, and it's fun to yeah. have like this kind of chat. I like being a part of this. I might try to like. Everyone's telling me I should do a podcast or some kind of thing, and um, it's more like the back end support. I don't know if I have yet to do that, or maybe if I get someone to edit and do all the things. Um, I love go live, go live. If you do it. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. This is live. As soon as I'm done with you, as soon as you hang up, I'm done. Oh yeah. Like, okay. like this shit's on YouTube right now. Yeah. It's good. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the best all that. Editing shit's crazy. And do you do like, if, what if you have two people in a studio, you just put it like this. Um, like, so if you, if you had someone else there in your facility that you wanted to do with it, you could get a box where you hook up two mics or, and hook it up to your computer, or they could just be on a computer, uh, in a, in a room next to you. Or yeah. if you get headsets, you guys can be in the same room. 
that's but, it, but it's so easy. Podcast. Like when we went to the games, we just everyone went to their room and we did podcasts from our hotel rooms. And even though, that's right, that's right. yeah, it was dope. Oh, cool. We tore shit up. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun because we get so many people in here and everyone's like, man, there's so many cool stories you could do. And I'm like, everyone does a podcast, obviously. But I was like, oh, that could be kind of fun. It just creates more into this wonderless ecosystem that a lot of people are actually quite interested in. So and maybe next time I'll interview you on my podcast. I'd love to do that. And I don't and I don't say that lightly because I don't like oh, that. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you. I, I respect you as well, man. I, I I love what you say. And I like just that you're very real. You're like me. I don't really give a shit. I, I, I care. I care about so much stuff. But I also I think it's important that we, you know, you have your opinion and it won't change, you know, because that's that's what we need. There's enough soft people here in this world that we need more people that to out to what, say more, I guess, you know. Wait till you have kids, dude. You can become fucking a hundred times more opinionated. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Sevon, stop Maybe kissing that. ass. Why? I'm so good at it. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh, that's nice. But well, we can both kiss some ass, but for sure. Yeah, okay, when I'm back, let's let's hang out. I'll, I'll hit you up when I'm in California. I might come out in November. I'm not sure if I make the uh, rogue thing and I go in there and watch them and then jump over to California for a bit. But I, I uh I don't know. I'm pretty busy through some through with some stuff. So we'll see. I'm going to Brisbane tomorrow, flying there for a week. Oh cool. I'm, oh wow. It's amazing yeah. how much you get get out while you still have to manage the empire. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Every I'm time you I feel stressed out knowing now that you're going to Brisbane tomorrow. I'm like, oh, that stressed me out. Yeah, I mean, I got a good team in place, man. I got to say, I got to say thank you to them because they they allow it to still happen. And I set up those things. You know, the first three and a half years, I didn't leave Bali. I mean, I left for a minute, but I didn't go to, I didn't have a Christmas with my family for almost four years. So I put in the hard yards, you know, it was just me coaching every class, managing, hiring, everything. And now the point, like I, I only coach three to five hours a week, you know, so I'm if that's because I want to coach and I want to be involved, I, I still want to you know, be part of the community. I don't want to, I've never been the guy that would just like, Hey, I'll stand back and, you know, count money or whatever. Like I, I want to be involved because this is my name. It's my business. It's my everything. It's my brainchild. So I, I still, like I said, I program every week. Uh, I have someone else program the weightlifting. I have someone else program the booty builder class, but I program the CrossFit stuff. And I've been doing that since we've opened, you know, HQ but, needs to do a retreat there. Yeah, man. I mean, we, we had, we had like, CrossFit gymnastics. We've had CrossFit weightlifting. Um, you know, I talked to uh, Dave about it. Like he he knew about us, which is super cool. He's like, oh, I got to get out there one day. I'm like, man, we should do an open announcement. Back in the day when they were doing open announcements, I'm like, how good would it be here? Like, we did so many Australians come over here. We'd have 150 people standing around watching. You know, uh, I think it was like logistics and you know, making sure Wi-Fi and media and all that would be good enough. But nowadays, you could almost do anything. So. We'll put that in the back thought for for them. Yeah, but it'd be good to get CrossFit to come see this. Or or the stories. They used to do the stories. I mean, maybe it was you doing a wall. Like those those exposés on these life-changing gyms and stuff. Like, this is one of those, and I, I'm proud about that. Not to keep going on and on. But, like, at the end of the day, we're still an affiliate that's here to, to change people's health and their mind. And I hold very, very true to that. You know, like, uh, and if we can do that, then I'm, I'm stoked. Like, it's the first job I've had that uh, – that I'm helping, I guess. I used to be a bartender. That kind of helps people, but kind of also doesn't help people. <laughs> but, but this is like my everything. It's cool, man. And, and if I can leave on a little something that helps people better than themselves, I'm fucking stoked. Yeah. Uh, Dave Driscoll, thanks, brother. Uh, welcome, I look forward to our next encounter. For sure. And uh, thanks for everyone that's actually watching this and gives a shit. Keep giving a shit.
Absolutely. All right, dude. Have a good day. Safe travels tomorrow. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Takeaway number one, open gym in Bali. Takeaway number two, get hot chick. Takeaway number three, give a shit. Give a shit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Dude, I can't believe how, why does yours sound so good and uh, John Young sounds like ass? I feel like he doesn't have his plugged in all the way. He doesn't. Something's not right with his. It's gotta he's be not right. even, he's not even using his dude. No, I th- I'm pretty sure I've heard it come through his laptop. So, yeah, it's fucking unacceptable. We, we, you know, we, fuck, where, is, I wonder if he's awake. Uh, J- John Young, are you awake? John. <laughs> Are you awake? Do you, do you, do you have the password for uh, Dale King's movie? Yeah. Okay, I have it too. I'm gonna watch it now tonight. I I still have to. It's eight ten. I still have to work out and watch a fucking hour and a half movie before tomorrow. It's a really good movie. You'll like it. Okay, I watched the first ten minutes. It's good shit. Oh, what is this? I'm so excited for this. October 28th, San Jose Civic Center. We are going to. Oh, this is Karin with. Uh... Oh. Oh. Karin Thompson just. Uh, uh, can I play this on my podcast? Can I play this? <laughs> hey, he seems like he's living a pretty uh, good dream. Like the dream. Yeah, I, people who, like, I have family who would go visit Bali or, like, Indonesia in general, and it just doesn't seem like a real place. Like, I mean, they say that about their experience there, or it doesn't seem like it's real to you? It doesn't seem real to me, like, mm. when they explain it to me. Your nose looks crazy with those glasses on. Let me see, turn to the side. Uh, no. No, it looks small when you turn to the side. It looks better. You you got like you got fake nose thing going on with those glasses, and you look Correct. like a uh, you look like um uh, one of the Sesame Street characters, like we're Bert and Ernie. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they were gay. I don't care which Gotta one you be, are. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So 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 what about Bali? Just that that seems surreal. Like this guy owns a business that probably uh, employs. It seems like half the city. Dude, 87 yeah. people. That's nuts, dude. Oh, Mr. Potato Head, Jeff Baco. Yeah, there you go. That's good. God, that's yeah. the first funny thing you've said all day. Thank you, finally. I was getting worried about you. Hey, dude, to say that a guy with tattoos in a man bun is cliche is cliche. Your line saying is cliche is cliche. Son of a bitch. He is the like OG. You see what I that, though. You see what I did there, Mr. Bako or Mrs. Bako or whatever you are. Fucking inceptioned your ass. I don't even know how that movie works. That was the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, right? Yeah. Dude, back to back shows with Leonardo DiCaprio uh references. Thread. It's a thread. <laughs> oh, snuffleupagus. Um uh his hyper masculinity is toxic. Also valid, valid. I need to, um, okay. I need to watch this movie. Uh, it's a Dale King has a movie about his gym, a port about the whole city of Portsmouth, about how it's, it was like the, the Mecca for some drug. I forget which one. 
opiates from in general fentanyl and so he's coming on tomorrow oh my god dude this is crazy dude um uh so i apologize to the um fit farmer like the the r1 but dude <laughs> dude <laughs> i don't even know what he's what it is but it's dude look at his forearm dude it says former pro natural bodybuilder turned farmer and sharer of good foods oh, i gotta have this hell. dude on how random he's got a yurt look at this yurt my wife wanted to live in a yurt with me i'm like uh let's get a house maybe i'll put that up on our property we'll have a yurt are you familiar yeah. with that term? Look, his kid's got like the little Buddha, um, like Buddha colored, like he's Sparks raising the Dalai Lama. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this dude's in heaven. This dude has a kid and he's living off the land. In a yurt. In a yurt. Does, does he have four kids? One, two, three, and then he got a baby? Jeez Louise. Damn. I want to hear him talk. Hold on. Let's see if we can find a place where he talk. Oh, here we go. Fire I hate it. Do something about it. Oh, this is a good video. Nice. Wow. Fire. My favorite way to get rid of fire. Fire them up. Fire them up. Look. Wow. Woo. I, do you think he's huge on tiktok probably that's probably I mean, if you're huge on tiktok you just download your tiktok and post it on instagram uh god gave humanity the instructions to tend keep and exercise dominion nowhere are we ever given permission to recreate nor genetically modify as we see fit god said that everything he made was very good Just what about chop? Good. What about chop your penis off? If you don't feel like a man, can you do that? Oh, I fucking love this dude. Choking your chicken? Oh, it's a duck. I love chickens. I love our goats. I love our cats. But there's definitely something special about having ducks, dude. Ducks are dope. Hmm. These ducks were khaki Campbells. The longer we had these ducks on our homestead, the more and more I began to really enjoy them. They were good egg layers, and they didn't attack me. That's what they're called? Khaki Campbells? I guess. Wow. Uh, you want to Google that? Khaki Campbell and see if duck comes up, if it's kind of duck? <laughs> Look, he's friends with a, a version of me like that just eats a little more carbohydrates than me. Yeah, it is. It is khaki, a duck? Khaki Campbell is a breed of duck. It was such an honor to speak at the Weston Price. Oh, this dude is Wow. Oh, this is the guy. People, anyone who wants to learn about uh, uh, fluoride uh, in, in, in dentistry, like the way dentistry is really supposed to be done, follow this dude, Weston A. Price. This is the dude I'm supposed to turn. Um, uh, shit, Tyson? I got to follow these people. Yeah, this is what I needed to turn uh, Tyson Bajant, um onto. Shit. Yeah, this this organization. Yeah, uh, Weston A. Price. This dude cracked the code on dentistry. 
Hmm. Yeah, look at the look at uh, our article. Timeless principles of healthy traditional diets is one of the simplest ways to learn about us, what we teach, who we are, and what we do. And this is this is some kid who's these are like probably four kids who've probably never brushed their teeth in their life and they have perfect teeth. And he goes on to explain why. Damn, those are perfect teeth. My God. All right. So be it. Fluoride. Neurotoxin. Yep, neurotoxin. Good job. Fluoride. Fluoride. Yeah, big healthy jaws. That is a good point. That is a, those are, uh, you think that's just, just eating healthy, just good hormones in the kids. Like their, hor their hormones aren't all fucked up. Meat and sugar. Meat. Yay. This dude in the upper right looks like the black version of my friend, Nick. He looks exactly like my friend, Nick from college, but my friend, Nick was like white and covered with moles on his face. They had the same hair too. It's crazy hairstyle my friend obviously he was white he didn't have that hair but just combed like it just, up like that yeah it was just like all off disheveled and off to the side he was always smiling like that he was a good dude that's awesome i found the black nick hmm. yeah weston a price Wow. Wow, that's a really good looking watermelon. I know. That's crazy, dude. What a wow. Uh, hear me out. I pureed the watermelon, stirred in some sea salt molasses, and raw tupelo honey. Oh my God, that sounds good. That does sound good. Now, this part doesn't make sense. Then I added a, uh, a heap of beef gelatin that I boomed. And then loosened up with a little boiling water. Waited till till it was barely warm, and then stirred it in into the watermelon mix. Poured it all back in the rind. Oh my good goodness! And let it sit in the fridge. Wow, wow! Did you like, hear that? Like remade the watermelon with better stuff. Oh my god! Uh, repost. Is it possible to repost on this? How do I repost? I can't. Darn it. Oh, this guy listens to the show. Jeff Ferguson listens to the show. Yeah, he's a good dude. My fucking phone number got given out on this show. Great. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, where's the where's the last guy I had? Um this guy, follow, message. Oh, shit. There's all my fucking. Yep, there's all your DMs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry, everyone, if you had something written in there that outed you as a homophobic, racist, transphobic, Jew hater. I apologize. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, uh, dear, dear Mike, 
dear uh, Mike, um, I would love to have you on my podcast. It's another God dude. What's up with me and the God people? I would love to have you on my podcast. There's just so many of them. That's good. Wish there were more. Um. Oh, I'm trying to rekindle. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm thinking about having Claire Bays, uh, or I, I don't know if she'll come. I think about inviting Claire Bays back on the CrossFit Games, um, uh, podcast update show. Really? Yeah. That could be cool. I, we only had her on like once or twice. Yeah, that was like feels like a long time ago. Yeah, she's cool though. I liked her. Seven, have you had dehydrated liver? I think I I ate dried liver and it was disgusting. I ordered like liver beef jerky. It was unfucking edible. We ended up feeding it to my dog, and I bought so much of it. I think I remember that you tried to pawn it off on the rest of the audience. I like I was going to send guys, it to him. Yeah. God, that was horrible. Uh, Patrick Clark, that will make John Young nervous just because it's something with a vagina. Make all Claire Bay's. Claire Bays. Claire Bays. Oh, really? Just, I don't have a D. I just have, mine's just this oven that's just, it's just this thing, that thing in the garage I have where you, you slice the fruit and then you turn it on and it blows hot air over the food. I can put liver in there. I think you can put anything in there. Just like a timing thing. And just dry that shit out. Yeah. I wonder if I, what would happen if I put just like hamburger meat in there that's not cooked. Ooh. No? Blend it up with a date? Just dry it? Sure. Fuck it. Ken Walters, Sevy, it's a sign. One Christian after another on your shows and in your chat. Jerky, too? Uh, if, to, to tell me, I send me somewhere where send me uh, or Danish models. Uh, Sevan, do you uh, know famous softball pitchers? I do know a famous Jenny Finch. I know, um, the I know this girl that I made friends with on the beach. Let me show you her Instagram account. She's fucking over the top. I, she's such a she's she doesn't know it, but she's kind of an inspiration to me. Not kind of. She is. Jen Schro. Jen Schroeder. I met this lady on the beach. It was fucking ridiculous. It was just me and her on the beach. This is like, I've told the story before, like a year ago in Newport Beach. And she's a fucking giant, dude. She's over six feet tall. Yeah. Oh, she's a catcher. She was a catcher for UCLA. I think all her sisters were catchers or all... Division one uh, uh, softball players. And she's on the beach and I'm on the beach and it's Newport Beach and there's no one else, right? And she has her daughter there and I have my boys there. And like we smile at each other and then slowly we gravitate to each other and we're talking. We're just shooting the shit, right? But I'm like this, dude. It's seriously, it's like the female version of you, Caleb. Like the whole time. <laughs> I'm just trying to act cool. You know what I mean? Just with yeah. just the shirt off and my fucking muffin hanging over beside of my pants and just like spitting, drinking a fucking white claw and spitting sunflower seeds out. Oh, but I ended up going to the beach with her 
and um and her dad ends up showing up and her mom and my wife and I end up going to the beach with her me and her like kind of hold down the beach every day for like a week down there but anyway I find out and, and I actually I would like to become really good friends with her dad her dad was cool as shit but she teaches um she has like the most prestigious softball academy in the world she has by the way she has no idea how well I throw no idea did you bring out your 10 gallon bucket and throw a tennis ball at it no I should have I I didn't want to brag. I didn't want to brag because she's actually is. Uh, she actually is good. Her husband's cool. Her husband's a cop. I went out to dinner with her husband a couple times. Yeah, she's cool as shit. I really enjoyed her and her dad. I really enjoyed her dad. I want to have her dad on the podcast. He got four daughters. If you think he's probably a, a more of a know it all than me, he had four daughters played Division One um, uh, sports. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I, I think all maybe at UCLA or USC. It's like anyway, the brothers, you got two. You have brothers that are in the NFL. Ugh, I know, I know. Ugh. By the way, they just won. Uh, the Pfizer scientist just won. Um, Nobel Prize. Yeah, Nobel Prize. Softball is her thing. Um, Sevon doesn't want to show her up. Yeah. Uh, Magnus Holmgren, Sevon, I love you, but you throw like a girl. Sexist. Cancelled. Cancelled. As if there's something wrong with throwing like a girl. That's disgusting. <laughs> My wife can throw better than me. That's for sure. I didn't. Uh, I, Sevon, uh, Jen and Sevon at the beach and Sevon with his cardboard box. So I did not even, I didn't even like, it, I didn't, I'm a happily married man and I didn't even for a second flirt with her. But I was really, I, I, I did have, oh, and she's an ESPN analyst. Like she's on ESPN regularly during the season. She might be like their their big softball analyst. But she wow. got all this other shit going on too. She got crazy shit going on. Look, Let's look at her academy. Let's just scoop her shit. And her dad's a real estate mogul. Cop turned, her dad's a cop turned real estate mogul. I spent a lot of time with him when I was down there. That's cool. Yeah, it's dope, right? I feel like my wife knows who this is, and I'm downplaying the fact that she's probably way cooler than I think. That your wife's cooler than you think? No, no that she's way cooler than she thinks. Yeah. Well, she keeps kind of unfolding and being cooler. Every time I go down there, we try to hook up with them, and every time I like learn about her, she's I, I think she's cooler and cooler. That's awesome. And my boys love her daughter. It's cool. Yeah. I made a friend. Some wow. Giant good for chick, you. I made a friend with some giant six foot tall chick on, um, at the beach with a husband who's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I do not throw like a girl, by the way. I have crazy core to extremity, brother. Crazy, crazy. I could flick, dude. I could flick a bean. He's got the wrist motion and everything. Yeah. I can, and I flick both ways. Quarter extremity. I know I suck at networking. Trust me, I am fucking ass at it. Do not think, I am not, um, I am not a good networker. I fucking, I, I don't want to uh, be around anybody. Fucking hate it. Oh, here we go. I am. Okay, cool. Uh, you, you are, oh, wait, okay, cool. How about, Fucking ding dong. What the fuck, John Young up? Um, uh, 
let, let, this is going to be so crazy here. Um, come on and let's fix your headset, please. It'd be hilarious if we couldn't actually fix this headset. Something is wrong with it. I'm so glad you said it because, like, I'm not feeling confident about it, but it's for sure something's wrong. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, yours sounds perfect. Uh, let's Mine's see. Just... And hurry up. I have to piss. So bad. Um, who did the uh, who did the Bears play, by the way? This um, um let's see. I just type in Bears this week. Uh Denver Bronco. Uh no, that was last week. The Commanders. Official website. Who's that? What is that a team? Yeah, watch it it was the it used to be the Washington Redskins, and then they said it was racist, and now they're Washington Commanders, but now the Indian tribe of which the commander or the redskin was modeled after is saying that they need to change it back to honor their past chief who was the model for the redskins logo dude that's awesome is that true yeah are they going to put it back i don't know they're like pushing some like lawsuit or something against them right now uh wow uh, he said he'll be here in two minutes. Uh, bring your head. Uh, bring your headset. Bring your headset. It's so, it's so crazy. Full circle racism. Full service <laughs> racism. <laughs> dude, hey, dude, it's for sure. It's all the. It's for sure. All, all the words. Right? Oh, it's just. Retardville. It's just Retardville. Just complete fucking. It's because they're DC's football Idiocy, team. imbecilic, catering to the lowest uh, IQ people on the on the planet. Oh look, I got uh, go go ahead. Go ahead. It's a DC what? It's be, it's because the they're the Washington DC football team. I think that's why they're. They said it was racist, so that they switched it away. To the because for the DC, they're supposed to be more proper there because it's our yeah, nation's yeah. capital. Yeah, <laughs> more more pressure, more pressure in DC. You know. Hi, Seven. Congrats on reaching out to CrossFit Wanderlust. We've sent your information to them. Congrats on. Uh, keep in mind that each affiliate has its own process and how they handle inquiries. Whether you're looking to drop in, find a new gym, or just want some more information, we hope that CrossFit Wanderlust can help you out. I don't need to, you don't need to send me all that. Just your message has been sent. Thank you for your interest. We can't do anything about this email, but we forwarded it to somebody else. Oh shit. Wow. Someone is just ripping the Berkey. Wow. 
Yikes. The Berkey. Yeah, someone uh someone I've been I've been telling people that the Berkey's amazing. Hey, um uh that show with that last show with Taylor, like he he won the hearts and minds of the people back. Wow. John, hi. What's up? Don't say anything crazy like you always do when we get off the air. Keep it clean. We're we're live. We're live, please. Okay. Now, can can you tap your mic with your finger? Jared. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Does you are a weird in? dude. Is that a special is that a weird room? Is that a weird room? No. It's an office. Dude, that Why? thing's working and he's and he just he still sounds like he's in a tin can. Listen to Caleb talk. Caleb, tell John about uh, your new house a little bit. Well, John, I bought a house, but it's not really a house. It's more like a shattakin. <laughs> I don't even get that. My wife thinks that's so funny. I came home. My wife came home. And my wife's like, you want a shattakin. I know you do. You're so excited that Caleb bought a fucking house. It's a fucking and I like I didn't. My wife's loving. It. I'm like, I don't even know what a shattakin is. Does he, does he sound good, John? Do you? Yeah, he sounds great. It's soothing. Mine doesn't sound like that. No, yours sounds like, hey, like maybe I should leave you alone until you're done shitting. Like, do you want me to call you back? Well, how do we fix it? Oh, God, I wish you were hostile back saying, no, I sound great or something. You're being too accommodating. I don't know. I thought, tap your mic again, but hold it right up to your lips. I want to see what happens. And then say, and count to three. How about now? Is that better? Maybe. Is this better? That that did get a little better when it got a little closer, but but Caleb's isn't close at all. Hold on, I'm trying. If I adjust the mic, will that make it better? Adjust what the mic uh, audio volume. Like how oh, about now? Uh, that's probably too loud. You before it was just set to auto. Yeah, it was at it's at a hundred, but I just made it like a hundred and fifty. Oh, I'm going to edit mic same. Uh, as opposed to here, I just I just switch yours back to um, I'm turning off your echo cancellation and all that. Okay, that should. John is an AI. No, I saw him in person. He's real dude, real weirdo. I'm weird. I feel like I'm the least weird person on the show. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! That's bold. That's good. You disagree? You disagree? Keep thinking that, dude. That's good. I think you're the best at um, not hiding how weird you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we're wrong. All right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. It was nice having you. Surprise guest. I'm excited to have you. You're on for Friday night again. Yes, sir. And we got and we got Grundler. Yep. As far as I know. And stop doing so good on Barbell Spin shit. His numbers are growing. I try. I have a little more freedom on that podcast. I let my, you know, fiery <laughs> side out a lot more. So I'm holding you back, and so they're getting better shit out of you. 
No, I don't want to interrupt you. I feel very comfortable interrupting Brian. Oh, fuck. That hurts a little bit. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I do, I do feel like I have more freedom. No, I hear you. It's I hear you. I'm a tyrant and an asshole. I get it. I get it. I, I'll put it through no, the decree. not you, but if there's like six people on here, I'm just kind of like, I'll wait till I'm called on. Um, it's 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 um me, uh, Grundler and you know what I mean though. Like last time there was like, one of the times there was like six people on here and right. it was just you know. <laughs> well, this week it's just me. This week we've we've swapped out Tyler Watkins for Grundler. All right, good. We can uh, debate how to answer a burpee workout question. Burpee. What what, what question was that? I'm talking about the text thread. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I knew you. Okay, seventeen. Yeah, didn't think I'd get chewed out for that, but you idiot, John. I know. <laughs> Feel like that came out of nowhere. All right, uh, John. Thank you. You're a good thank dude. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just wanted you to know we're committed to making you sound better and better. All right. Do I sound better now? Yeah, I, I guess I'm now I'm just all fucking flustered. I want I want to I need to get you off the show so I can commiserate with Caleb. Okay. Okay. I'll leave. <laughs> okay, bye. The fuck, dude. I don't know. That's weird. I wonder if his cable if he has the wrong end of the cable. It's that room, dude. Yeah, it's probably the room. And I thought I sent him. I thought I sent him foam, and he and he said he didn't get it. Okay, I'm going to send him more foam and see what happens. 68% better. That's what I was thinking, Renee. I was thinking somewhere between 65 and 69. I was thinking more 69, but that works too. I don't think it's inappropriate to do a handstand at Auschwitz. I mean, maybe it's not ideal or maybe it doesn't make for a good pose, but I don't think it's like offensive even like even a tiny bit. I did one at a like civil war battleground like on a stop sign yeah and my dad just about lost his shit he thought i could see, was... see being a dad and being like don't do that he thought but... i was gonna get canceled i'm like I... <laughs> <laughs> I was like 16 years old and it didn't wasn't even using the internet canceled Oh, do you, oh, Caleb, do you have carpet on the floor? Yeah, but car Caleb moves from location to location, and he always sounds good. He sounds, it's his voice is smooth. I have carpet on the floor here right now. Uh, clock, it's not like he did it in a gas chamber. It was outside. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Okay, I got shit to do. All right. Thank you, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Greg Glassman, uh, Dale uh, King from Portsmouth CrossFit. We'll be talking about the new movie that's coming out. And do we have a podcast tomorrow night, too? I feel like we there's just so many podcasts going on. No, there's nothing tomorrow night. And then on Wednesday, uh, Brian Friend and Facundo will be back. And then on Thursday, uh, Helen Taylor will be here. Jared Howell and uh, Taylor Self will also be doing the Shut Up and Scribble show. Oh, Travis Mayer and Devin Kim on Friday. Crazy. Bye-bye. <laughs>